Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode has been sponsored by the Goodies Bag. They have a big upcoming 420 giveaway. It's their largest giveaway to date. And they'd like to thank everyone for their support over the past two years. And they're celebrating their two-year 420 anniversary by picking three lucky winners for a chance to win a PS5, 42-inch 4K TV, and Goodies Ultimate Package, and Edible Queen Goodies Cake, and more. In order to enter the giveaway contest, all you have to do is follow the steps. Sign up on goodiesbag.com. That's goodiesbag with two G's.com slash pages slash goodies giveaway. Follow the goodies bag on Instagram. That's the goodies bag with two G's. Follow the goodies. Follow goodies bag to go. Sorry. Uh, with two G's on the bag, of course, on Snapchat. Three friends in their comment section, repost on the feed or story for three bonus entries, and the winners will be announced via Instagram on 420. Once again, big shout out to the Goodies Bag. You can check them out on Instagram, the Goodies Bag with two G's at the end. They are sponsoring today's episode. EG dot. <laughs> Let's do this shit, man. This guy pressed record. Um, what the devil is wrong with you? Yo, this is a talk. I'm never going to Bahamas, bro. Never going there again, man. Are the this cameras even on? Yeah. Cameras oh. is on. This nigga just press record because he felt like it. Fuck everybody else. This one. What y'all talking about? What y'all getting into? Some random person that posted. You were investigating them. Don't lie. I was not investigating them. Investigator. <laughs> his profile in his bio, it says, I'm looking for a friend and a girlfriend to hang out with. Yeah, that's why he clicked <laughs> it, right? Yeah. No, because he keeps saying Cap. shit to me, so I wanted to restrict his um profile. It was just weird at this time. Cap, cap, like Cap. Like, he was getting yeah. off at me eating and shit like that. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's what you want. That's why you're eating the way you're eating, Alicia. Let's not front. You're uh, eating in a sexual way and then getting mad at the sexual response. Nigga, I'm response. just eating. No, you're not. Yeah, no, you're not. It's not my fault no, that y'all niggas are horny. Yes, it is your fault. <laughs> this girl ate a chocolate sexually, then said, "Oh, it I just wanted not. to record it because it was my first time having a Kit Kat." It, nice, it was a Twix. First I don't give a shit what it was. You have never ever not. recorded yourself <laughs> tasting something for the first time. Yes, I That's do all the time. I do it all the time. They're not always cylinder. <laughs> oh, <What>? and veiny <laughs> like penis yeah <laughs> then bring that up with the tweet I just imagined people. you sucking on doo doo so I don't give a fuck <laughs> oh my god I don't care what none of these niggas <laughs> say I was like ew <laughs> <laughs> eating doo doo. Oh, no, but I was serious when I said you should have your own little ASMR. Nah, man fuck channel. that, man. Nah, right. fuck that, man. I need to. So, uh, YouTube you got is good teeth. You got good thanks. teeth. She's not allowed to expose the niggas being horny, though. Because that's what she's going to do. If Alicia gets the OnlyFans, she's just going to be <laughs> posting a thread of niggas being horny yes. on her OnlyFans. Yeah. I will post them on my Snapchat and I'll do a Snapchat <laughs> premium. <laughs> 
So <laughs> if you want to, just to laugh you at niggas, see, pay a dollar a month <laughs> just to laugh at niggas. Then you come over to the Snapchat oh premium. You can watch me or laugh at people watching me. Jesus Take your face. I'm just saying, but YouTube is like stiff arming me or strong holding me or whatever the word is to uh, upload a video in like the next three days. <laughs> so I have to come up with something real quick or they're going to take away the monetization. Norm, if Norm's girl asked if she could start her OnlyFans and if you would videotape it, you would. Yeah. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'd be like, come on, make more, more like, more like. My girl asked me that. My girl asked me that jokingly over the weekend and I was like, at first I was like, yeah, I'll fucking, yeah, I'll do it. Remember I was on Twitch? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll fucking do it, of course. And she's like, really? I'm like, no, are you fucking insane? <laughs> what the fuck do I look like? She's like, you'd be okay if people see me naked? I'm like, no. <laughs> I have to say yes because you're not property. <laughs> but <Yes>. no. <laughs> like that, It's come to that point now where as a bad, you can't be like, no, you are not allowed to do that. <laughs> Never. No. I mean, Bitch, I would what? consider it, but I would strongly distance. <laughs> she turns to you like, allowed? <laughs> I remember like, fucking you not allowed. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Um but yo, my nigga Norm did something spectacular Friday. <sighs> what did I do? You, you know what you did, <laughs> he doesn't man. Even know. What a blood clot song. 
I'm so excited for this album. It doesn't even make sense at this point. <laughs> like I, I know we usually say, you know, oh, we want 12, 10 to 12 songs. You want a whole 24. Don't, I want a double disc. <laughs> I just don't I want, want it to end. I want the Titanic double VHS. <laughs> I need this to be 20 songs because, Yo, first of just... all, both of them, Bruno especially, super busy, superstar, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. big pop star. Um, like they said, this has been in the works for a while. They just didn't have the time since 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just didn't have the time to to actually come together and do this. And the pandemic has provided that time. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing, like, we're not even out living life. Where's the inspirations coming from? It's still a vibe. It's still <laughs> like, there. These are guys that because they're really fucking talented. They're really fucking talented, but more importantly than that, I think they're just like they're like a case study on what you can achieve if you really study music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you study music. These well, guys, the problem with most artists, they don't be studying shit. They, they don't, don't, care, to. They don't yeah. care to. They don't care to. Right? Like we, at, the least we ask as consumers is pay homage. Mm-hmm. Right? But, that, but that's the thing with these yeah. guys. Like they pay homage so much to the point where. They make sure they're masters at their craft, so they're not, you know, bastardizing or like throwing shame on on the guys that did it before them. Like yeah. when you see uh, Bruno and, and Anderson live, like yo, there's it's n- insane. They really I've only seen Anderson the past, like the the, the artists of the past, yeah, like musically that I don't see in in most artists now. There's only a couple know? guys like that, really. Like when you're talking Miguel, probably mm-hmm. one of them. I think J. Cole, from a rap perspective, is mm-hmm. definitely one of them. Um, hate to say it, Logic, but I'm <laughs> was definitely one of them in terms of rap. And Kendrick with jazz mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like, But I'm thinking, I'm talking like musically, you can play instruments while performing and then all the way down. Like, yo, Anderson can dance. Anderson can do he, everything. I don't know if he can rap, he can dance. dance. That boy can dance his ass off. And I really? love his, it, yeah. I, what, one thing I love about his performances where a lot of artists lack is that talking in between songs. Oh, man. Like that banter. But, that that banter, banter he's got is amazing do, in Bruno's too. But does he do it the right amount? Because yeah. I know some people say that J. Cole talks too much mm. and that he's boring. Uh, but with J. Cole, I feel like he's always, uh, he has a preachy vibe to him that I've always said is it's, I don't know if he means to do it that Just some way. Some people can't take that. Yeah, or yeah. if it comes off that way. And I, that's exactly that. I think mm-hmm. some people can't take that. So they're just like, please just give us the music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Anderson, he definitely does it the right amount. And every everything he says in between is calculated, where it leads into the whatever next song is coming up. Mm-hmm. Just like the artist back in the day, everything is connected. It's not mm-hmm. this disjointed, all right, here's the next song. Okay, here's the next song. And it doesn't, there's no story. You yeah. know what I mean? With Anderson and with Bruno too, I've seen on stage, especially with the, the five guys he has with him usually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the dancers, like they they create a story and a vibe mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. keeps you engaged throughout the entire show. Like, and that's aside from their talent, which yeah. is immense. Like, it's insane. <laughs> You're talking about Anderson Pack who could play drums while singing and then switch to rap while continuing to play the drums. I love his music. So I don't listen to it very often, and but when I do, it's just like always so good. Oh, Yo, nice, the vibe man. is so sweet. I went to listen and to Malibu again. I was just like, oh, oh, man. oh Malibu, man. Ventura, all of them. Like, just the way that the that, that, that album starts with the bird. And I'm just like, bird is the way came with me. The sweetness of a honeycomb tree. And now I know it's taking over me. I couldn't fake it if I wanted to. Chase, 
I couldn't make it if I wanted to. I wanna follow what the greatest do. Yo, dog. I was like, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, I like this guy. That was the first song I ever heard by him. My mama, you the only that. He's got a lot of great songs already. Yeah, you know that part yeah. when he's like, I wanna wanna and then his ad, his his call, his uh, echo response is just him going, mm. yeah. Those ad libs, oh. and this song, mm. like even, and I noticed this with Bruno especially, man. His ability to trap nostalgia in like a bottle for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. is nuts because like there's so many elements at play when you talk about Twenty Four Carat. The amount of elements that were at play in that album yeah, yeah. that were callbacks to, like, they almost don't need to say homage. <laughs> like, they yes. don't. Need, they almost don't need to pay it because the music itself is almost paying homage to the to the music in the past. Well, the thing about Bruno, I find, is he's so formulaic with it, the music he makes. It's almost like he takes the the formula of that specific genre. Yep. Breaks it down, decompartmentalizes. What are the parts it, that I like? And then he's like, "All right, now this is how I put my my, my spin my on spin it. on it. I freak it this way." But it's literally taking the exact elements of that genre, and then like he does it with reggae all the time. I don't know. He has yeah, like, yeah. They did know, it in this song with reggae. You know, woo, 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 woo. I was like, yes, okay. Sir. I turned and looked at the the radio. I'm like, okay. But don't forget, Bruno Mars is a Hawaiian boy. You yeah, know? and that's Samoan like the, the reggae is is re- very prevalent in Hawaiian culture. Definitely. So. But uh, he, he's uh, I don't know, man. He's on another. I think his voice. You know how they say there's the magic note mm-hmm. that like no matter what the song is, that note's gonna work if you play it in these chords, whatever. I, I feel like his voice is that. Does that make sense? Yeah, because he hits it so high to the point where girls can sing it, but he sings it low enough so guys can sing it. So he hits two. <sighs> I, I feel know. he hits two octaves that everybody can see. Even just with. the tone, though, because it's not super raspy, but it's also it's not so super cool. powerful where mm-hmm. it's punching you in the yeah. chest. It's like a cool medium of smooth and powerful. But it's, it's that, like it's that silky sonic. <laughs> <laughs> it's that silky it's sonic, that sonic level. Le- silky sonic level. I love silky how excited frequency. you guys are over this. No, no yeah. come on. <laughs> it's exciting to hear music like this, honestly, because like. This is the type, of, especially when I wrote this on Twitter. It's so rare, and I know these days we want our artists to evolve and yada, yada, yada. But it's so rare when you look at an artist and be like, okay, this is what I expect from you. Mm-hmm. And then you actually get it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very tough for an artist themselves to do, knowing their audience. Like, a lot of artists still try to recreate a best I ever had, uh, neighbors know my name. And they just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you have these two artists who you know are students of the game, and they gave you exactly what you were hoping you were going to get, and they did it on purpose, like that's just impressive to me. It's just mm-hmm. super impressive to me. And like music like this, especially when you're talking about like those little background harmonies, mm-hmm. while still keeping it modern with ad-libs. Those, the ad-libs were not back in the day, though, what they were doing on, on this track. But it still sounds like it's something you can hear on Earth Angel. <laughs> like yeah. I can hear them go, Earth Angel, Angel, Earth Angel, Angel. Like some yeah. ad libs in there now. And none of them did that back in the day, but they added that element in. And it's just drip, drip. It's great. Sip, sip, shaman. <laughs> like all those little things in the back. I love that, man. Yeah. When, he, when he was like, shut your trap. <laughs> See, my thing with those two are, well, first and foremost, I've been compared to them. Those two the most more than anybody. They're like, you know, if I'm rocking a toucan glass, they're like, oh, what up, Anderson? If I'm rocking my little members only jack, oh, what up, Bruno? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But then, uh, besides that, musically, these two are 
pretty much every, if I was to pursue music mm-hmm. for real, for real, you would I would try want, to be like I them. It'd be an offspring of both of their. It would music. be those two right there. I'm yeah, like, those would be the two sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. that I would want to live within because they're just would too I, good. Who are the two artists I would want to live? I think one side is Vibes Cartel, <laughs> and the other is. Uh, so I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, it's Vibes and like. Well, actually, for the artist I would want to be, I couldn't. I couldn't be vibes. Vibes too much gun gunman talk. <laughs> I can't invite, it, I can't invite that energy into my life. I'd be um, somewhere uh, in between, like Miguel and Music Soul Child. Mm, if okay, I could, okay. if I could find a happy medium in between those two, I, it's, I think that's a weird. It's a weird two to put together, but still, those are the two like styles I would fuck with if okay. I was an artist for sure. What about you? you? I don't know. Nigga, if think. you could be two people, <laughs> you watch me just think. Even, think. even if you have no I'm like thinking. musical background, I have who no are two musical. artists you like? Sweetie. All right, and who else? <laughs> like I would be Sweetie. You'd be Sweetie and Lil Kim. Know. All right, there we go. <laughs> Intern, who would you be? Two artists. Oh my God. I don't even be listening. I never even listen to Lil Kim. I'd be Beyonce. Sweetie and Beyonce. All right, so the same person. <laughs> go ahead. I'd be Drake and Jay-Z. Drake and Jay-Z. Drake and Jay-Z. <laughs> he said he, he's been I thinking about be that for a while. Did yeah. you see how quick that was? <laughs> she took at least 10 seconds to think about I'd be Drake Jay-Z. <laughs> I'd be Drake-Z. Drake Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm trying to think who I would actually be, be, though. Jake. Like. <laughs> That's the episode title. Jake. <laughs> That's great. J-A-Y-K-E? Yeah. I fucks with it. Sweetie Beyonce. Sweetie Beyonce. Music. No. Music. <laughs> you mean no? He said there. yes. He said Sweetie Beyonce. By the end of the episode, I'll have to. <laughs> I'll have to, okay? <laughs> Who has the best sneaker collection in the in the female hip-hop game or, or R&B game? Who has the mm. best foot, foot collection? Let's see. Mm. I can't even mm. think of one person, that like a well, girl I mean, that really like- has a kicks collection. But I, I feel like, like that's why I pick Sweetie just because personality wise mm-hmm. we could like you know mesh. But she does like sneakers as well. So, mm-hmm. See, but other I'm, than now that, I need like, to know. surprised she didn't pick two people on Warner. <laughs> yeah, I'm repping Sweetie first of all. Sweetie I got and my Erica first. <laughs> no, no, no. I got my first gold record um, with Best Friend. And my best friend. Shout out to you. You get the plaque? Do you get the plaque? I get the plaque. This is my first plaque. Putting that up in the extra gravy studios. (laughs) So okay, how does that work? Because I saw But listen, I'm on on the verge of getting another one. I need everybody to go stream Pooh Shiesty back in blood so I can get two. Oh wait, in Canada. In Canada, yeah. yeah. In Canada, it's not gold yet? No, it's almost almost there. Hmm. Oh, yeah, because yeah. we got, I, we I got a population if, like, problem. <laughs> do you see any res- uh, any like correlation to views and whatnot from like pieces like that he does? Like you didn't, didn't you do a Pooh Shicey piece for... Uh, oh, the interview? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do that interview? I, I don't think those are <clears throat> necessarily... I don't know how you can accurately track those metrics back mm. unless it's something like a late night show or versus like something that's huge something that's polarizing viral. you know what i mean like yeah it's ours really wasn't being viral. talked about by like a lot of people then you will see like the incline um like is there yeah. an incline because of this whole kodak black push i see thing have you guys seen numbers jump at all um, because of that i would have to check mm. but well and then that's kind of hard at the same time because i'm running like 
digital ads and stuff like that for Pusha T. So you don't know where it's and coming like, from, exactly. We did a bunch of press and stuff like that, so I wouldn't be able to necessarily pinpoint, pinpoint and be like, area, oh, this yeah. is what happened, whatever. But maybe, like, Kodak, say nobody, like, the, whoever's the marketing manager isn't running anything for Kodak, I could potentially go on there and see a spike. But, like, with Bobby Schmerda, like I told you guys, his numbers were crazy. Stupid, like, yeah. I don't even remember what I told you, Up, but it was like... Upwards of 300%. Yeah, for yeah. different, like, markets and globally it was ridiculous as well so and that's all because everybody was talking about him leading up to his release so people start streaming his music more you know you guys do a social media blitz is there like a is there like a date and then like 40 things like how many different like strategies are executed at once for for an artist for a rollout Mm -hmm. it depends on like how big the artist is Mm -hmm. um and how much they need it per se so like say with um bruno mars and um anderson pack they're both signed to warner yeah and so like silk sonic is a warner project for that they're definitely they're naturally just going to get playlisted because Mm -hmm. it's great they're going to naturally get some billboards with like spotify and all that stuff because they're yeah. Bruno Mars Bruno and Anderson, Anderson Pack, right? The specifically, is Bruno Mars like leading it? Like, an- if it was part. Anderson Pack doing it, um, then you'd probably have to pitch it and whatever. But yeah, like the marketing is probably going to be very little just because it doesn't need it. But say it was like, I'm trying to think of an artist that is like popular. An artist you want to insult, but not insult. Again. No, no, but like might, might not be superstar level. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? No, no, I get it for sure. Um, but someone then, like a newcomer, like Erica Banks, for example, who's not necessarily known. No, but she's worldwide. Too, like she has that song that's bubbling, so it's like okay, yeah, you'll put some money and you'll do some things, but you're not gonna put a whole bunch. Like Sweetie, for example. Sweetie's a perfect one. So mm. it's like we know her. Um, for the most part, we know her. And it's like she's she'll get okay numbers, but it's like we need to or she'll get good numbers, but we need to continue to put together like multiple different marketing plans, whether it's digital. Um, I've really only did digital and like press and like some influencer stuff right now um, so that we can push it. So it will get to the next level. Mm. Right. So we're trying to make her go from, you know, an artist, like a pretty good artist that we have on the thing to um, like a developing artists and okay. then. Uh, you know continue going like to a super level yeah, yeah, superstar, yeah. Level. superstar level so it's like with her it's like it's good um we'll do a lot more like a little bit of everything for mm. it um but then there's other artists like Dua Lipa who I'm sure gets because she's one of the biggest ones that we have as well she's gonna get the red carpet as well yeah right? mm, you know exactly what I mean? but she'll get the bigger <coughs> things like all the big press and yeah, stuff like that Sprite Super Bowl yeah and she'll have like beer yeah. So it's just like different levels, but it's like sometimes you just don't need to do too much for somebody that's really popular. It sells itself. Like yeah. Beyonce doesn't have to promote that she has an album coming. She just can just drop it in the middle of the night yep. and it's going to do crazy numbers. That's what certified lover boy should be. I've been saying that. Drake, like, come on, bro. You just did. He's about to do a million. Yeah. In a week off three songs. Off three. <laughs> yeah. Like what the songs. fuck is that? But yo, that was that Friday was crazy because that dropped. Bruno mm-hmm. dropped. Bruno Anderson dropped. 
Coming to America dropped. <laughs> it was a whole bunch of shit dropping yeah. on that Friday, man. A lot of shit happened on Friday. It almost felt like life was back to normal. Right? The weather was nice. The weather so was shiny. nice and shit. I, I was mean, like, we're free now after the hundred something day <laughs> Wait, lockdown. We're back in gray. Yeah. We're back in the gray, gray zone. zone. Gray zone. Stores are open. We're going to the malls now. Wait, when did that happen? No gyms. When did that start? Monday? Monday. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. Or the day before? That's why so many people are on the goddamn street. I know, Absolutely. Right? Like, what the Coming fuck is going on? Is it that nice? Coming it. here, well, it's a mix of everything. Yeah. But like coming here, I'm like, there's decent amount of people. Like you know, a handful, a sprinkle of people like I walking around young. here. Today, I was just like, bro, y'all need to stay your asses home. Nah, like, nah. <laughs> well, I, I ain't even on that anymore. Go outside if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over it. Honestly, I'm over it. If I catch, I catch it. I'll deal with it. Exactly. Catch the antibodies and I'll move on. Mm-hmm. Life is, no, but you can get I, it again. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Yes. <laughs> no. I really do not care anymore. I, I, I'm so serious. This summer is seeing me. Yes. <laughs> Y'all gonna see me. Hey, man. In I the mean, beginning, they already told us that the masks don't do shit. Listen. So, like, bruh. Mask or not, whatever. It's gonna, it I'm does, if it, if it, if I'm if not it refuting us, masks. I believe masks work. My thing is, I'm refuting staying fucking inside. <laughs> I don't think that's, that shit works. Not for me. I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. Nah. <laughs> I, think, I think just... Wow. I'm done. I'm finished. No, I think it's just being, like, safe and, like, you know, It's a rebellion stuff thing like for that. me. But you know what's crazy <laughs> for me? Like, in the summertime, I decently did stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I wasn't really, like... I went to a couple of bars. I went to friends' houses. I... Went to a birthday party, like it was a rooftop party, but still, I went to a birthday party. Mm. I did shit, and I never caught anything. Mm. And then the second that, like, I wasn't doing anything, that's what and I was, it. and then that's <laughs> when I fucking See, caught it. Get out your house, people! Man. <laughs> it's inside your house. And remember how all y'all are like, oh, so we're, if we're gonna get Corona, we're getting it from Norm because yeah. I be doing all these shows. <laughs> Norm be out everywhere. It's climbing in your windows. But hey, I didn't give it to any of y'all, so there is exactly. that. <laughs> you know, I'm in your windows and snatching your people up. <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy though, like. I didn't catch Corona, but what I did catch last year, it was a crazed comedy fan. Okay, <laughs> and watch this. So last night I had I got a call at four a.m. from this crazy, like com- comedy fan that kept on coming to my shows and was obsessed with like <laughs> the comedy scene. Okay. And uh, I thought it was just a really you know this dude that came to comedy shows with his girlfriend, but it turned out to be like one of those movie plots where like this guy's really crazy. Remember when I had a New Year's show that got like he's you for comedy. called the cop like uh, the police report reported it. It, it hit the front page of like Niagara's oh, all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, so this crazy uh, that crazy comedy fan was like he had some beef with the Tish, so he's just calling and anyways doing all this crazy shit. Uh, he hit me up last night and like yo, it's on. Call the cops all you want. You guys are going down. I know you're doing another comedy tour this week or the n- next month. Like he knew all. Like before the Tish even put out that there's this bus comedy tour. This guy already knew for some reason, and hit hit us up threatening us and shit. Oh wow! I'm like this is this is nuts. So he's a comedy fan that wants you guys to not do comedy. I'm he's a comedy. He's narc. a comedy fan, <laughs> and Very he got good. he got into a. Okay, he's so also an essential worker. <laughs> 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 well, he he was working for the city. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, I called it. I called it, and so like that's how we got all the information. You all laugh at my truths. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Uh, and yes, yeah, so I've been dealing with him all week, just trying to be like, 
you don't want to, they, they say keep your friends close, your enemies closer. So I've been really nice to him so he doesn't do anything crazy to, to the rest of the comics that he's harassing right now. But it's really crazy because this guy's like sending me screenshots of all these drugs on his table. He's like, I'm going to do something reckless if you don't call me back. Da, 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 da. What? Yeah, Stop like, answering to it. Dude, I'm not. I'm not answering. <laughs> I, I, kinda, I, I fucked up and like answered just at you 4 a.m. Yeah, I know. I was just like, I just heard the phone ring. I'm like, oh, who the fuck? He's like, good, you answered. <laughs> no, I'm not going to have to sick the dogs on you. I'm like, no, what's oh, wrong with you, bro? Sick like, the dog damn pun, yeah. You know, and I was, I was. What's his background? He's he's Jewish. He's Jewish. He's just a white Jewish guy. Mm. And uh, Yeah, you should be scared. I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm honestly doing everything in my power to just like. Be nice and make him seem, make him feel like, yo, don't. That's the biggest thing is you just don't want them to actually go through with committing. Most people in my experience are not going to go through with anything. They just kind of want someone to talk to. Mm -hmm. But I'm still not willing to take that uh, that chance sometimes. (laughs) Honestly, there's a lot of shit in my DMs now that I just don't even respond to. It was the same with that girl who tried to like go get at me and say that I was talking to her man. Like, mm. why the fuck is my man like keep mentioning you in on Twitter and shit like that? Uh, but she didn't want attention, she wanted answers. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I don't know. What the she, fuck? Ask your yeah, man. Stop why? eating them fucking Twix. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she should have came here. <laughs> in your DM. Stop eating them fucking Twix on my timeline. Straight the fuck mm. No, she kept Enticing asking me, but people then, with fake penis. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, she kept saying shit, right, and like messaging me everywhere from Twitter to Instagram. Asking oh yeah, me I and forgot she was going from social media yeah, to social media to stay away from her man. And it's like, nigga, I don't know your fucking man. It's one of the bro. horses. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, that nigga had her weak. She's like, I'm not letting uh, this one go. <laughs> um, but it's my it, little pony. <laughs> but it escalated so much to the point where she started messaging me, saying that she was gonna hurt herself. Oh Jesus! And like. She's going to do this and that. that. And I I had messaged her. Man, I was like, bro, this is what's going on in my DMs. I'm not responding. I was like, you need to, like, check on her or something like that. Mm. Because, like, first of all, it's not my responsibility to, like, why are you putting that on me? Because I never did anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know your man. You're coming at me crazy, talking to me all different types of way. And the second that I say something about you act in the way and you get whatever tension you want. Now you're like, Oh, I'm going to hurt myself or whatever. Like, okay. Like, I'm sorry that that's how you feel. I hope you don't, but it's not my responsibility to come and save you. Exactly. Get like that. that man to save you. Where I broke right. up with her over the phone. <laughs> this is like grade 10, mm-hmm. grade 11, maybe broke up with homegirl over the phone. She called me back 72 times in oh an hour. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> in an hour, 72 times. Wow. You got to be calling every, like, I'm talking three rings, <laughs> three, four rings. It's like, deep, deep, hang up, deep, like, deep, yeah, hang like, up. <laughs> Shorty was going in, and then the answer, Then I checked my answering machine after, like, an hour, and she's like, all right, that's fucking it. I'm doing it. <laughs> jumping off. I'm Aww. jumping. And I'm, I'm like, I called her, and she didn't answer, she didn't answer. <laughs> I called her back like an hour later. Mm-hmm. She answers, I'm like, "Hello, are you okay? What's wrong with you?" She's like, I took a bunch of pills, oh my and gosh. my sister came and found me. I'm in bed right now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I started just funny. laughing on the other side. Like, it is funny because <coughs> if you took a bunch of pills, you'd be at the hospital. Stop yeah. lying. 
Google's giving me the sick, the, the I can't come into work today, sick voice. Shut the fuck up. I talked to your sister. You're in your room crying. Nice it. Like, this is crazy, man. I just. I remember a girl called me and told me she was pregnant and I laughed. Oh my gosh. No, that sounds toxic, but she was. like, we didn't have sex. Like, what? No. I tried having sex with her. My dick was too big. We didn't have sex. Plus, I was wearing a condom. Mm. And we co- literally couldn't go through with it because she couldn't take it. Yeah. So what are you saying to me? Calling me up, telling me you're pregnant. I was like, have fun. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if, if you give attention to that, like they'll, they'll, like, they'll keep on going. Bro. When, once you did it, like one time this girl was, same deal, grade 10, girlfriend's freaking out, mm. broke up, I'm going to commit suicide, and I was actually like, oh my god, I'm, don't do it, and she's like, I'm going to don't do it, please don't. And my mom's like, give me the phone. She thinks she yanks the phone from me, like, okay, you want to die? Jump. Jump. <laughs> go, do it. Jump. Okay? But if it's not your time, if God doesn't think it's your time, who knows, you may land and survive, but have Become paraplegic. <laughs> paraplegic. You might become paraplegic, okay? So jump if you want to. But if it's not your time, it's not your time. You don't, you don't get to choose. Because she knows. Yeah. She throws me the phone. I was just like, Thank no, you, mother. Is, Hello? She's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's attention. Especially when but it's like, this not reasonable. this is the thing reasonable. that's not fair to say because I know so many people that have tried to end their lives and stuff like that. And so it's like, it's a very... I know people as well too, but we can tell the difference. It's a very sticky situation where it's just like, you can't... First of all, I think that any woman or man should not play that card just to try to get somebody. Like, that's Mm. a form of, like, gaslighting and shit like that. Like, that's not fair. Serious or not, you need therapy. To do that. But, like, I just think that some people need to figure out whether the person is telling the truth and believe them if it is serious because like i remember um it was probably like a decade ago now my friend her and her girlfriend were going through something and um i remember she just hit me up and she was just like i can't like this girl's driving me crazy like i can't she's being an asshole and da 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 and like all this shit and so like i get on the phone with her and i'm talking to her and she sounds like out of it and I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on with you? And she was just like, I took a bunch of pills. And like, while I'm on the phone with her, she's like. Passing out, basically. She's like getting so much drowsier. And I'm just like, so I called her girlfriend. And she was, and I was just like, yo, your girl's at your crib. Fucking. And she was just like, no, she's lying. And she hung up on me. And I was like, she's not fucking lying. Like, yeah. she's not going to lie to me of all like people. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so um, what ended up happening is like I had to continue to try to contact her girlfriend because she didn't want to go back to the like crib and check on her girl or nothing like that. I had to try to my mom was there. My mom was talking to my friend, trying to figure out where she lives and stuff like that. She wouldn't tell us the address. So I'm trying to call this girl again. She wasn't even trying to answer the phone. Eventually, we got the address, was able to send um, the ambulance there. And then we went to we went downtown to the hospital and they were like, yo, if Somebody didn't come in, fucking get her at that moment. Like she would have died because she had to go straight to the hospital and they had to pump her stomach and like Something you know, they kept her. They TV. kept her That's on. Crazy. They kept her on. Um, fuck. They kept her on like you know, um, watch and whatever. Yeah. And like me and my mom were at the hospital. It was probably four o'clock in the morning. Whatever, whatever. 
her girlfriend ends up coming with her cousin or some shit, the girl's cousin. Um, and she's just like, I don't believe that she tried to do it. It's like, bro, she's in the fucking hospital. The doctor just had to pump her stomach. Like, she can't leave for how many of her days. Yeah. And you're still over here talking about she ain't do it. She's a liar. She was doing it for attention. How like, old were they? Um, Probably like early 20s. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I had a similar situation happen to a friend of mine on Twitter. Um couple oh, of years man. ago where she was just like, tweeting a bunch of stuff and then disappeared from the timeline and like ended up having to call the, I think I called the cops mm-hmm. and they ended up showing up to her house and she was like out of it mm-hmm. and same situation kind of had to like pump her stomach and stuff like that. I it just, was really fucked. I just feel so bad and I wish people would pay more attention to like the signs and stuff like that and take the time like whether it's even on social media there's so many people who tweet stuff or post things that are kind of like subliminals yeah and sometimes all it takes is like that random person whether you talk to them or not just to be like hey it's tough like are you okay if you need anything like let me know whatever the case may be because you sometimes that will make people snap back into like reality and be like oh shit like it's tough though because people like to say something about like the people who i don't even want to say weak mentally because i don't think it's it's a weakness i think there's like um just something that was wired wrong Mm -hmm. in in a sense and maybe circumstances that have all been grouped together to feel overwhelming but like in those situations a lot of times it's the people you think are perfectly fine Mm -hmm. those are the people that like we need to talk to just as much. Like, I feel like it should be a universal thing all around. It's Whether everybody. you think people are, are feeling weak or, or low, or whether you think people are riding high. I they think, always say, check on your strong friends, yeah. too. Because nobody checks on the strong friend, because everybody thinks the strong friend is, is the one Fine, that's good. Yep. And, like, I remember there was a TikTok I saw where a girl was saying, you know, um, I used to get so mad when um, friends of mine would dump things on me and and put different parts of their trauma on me or come to me mm-hmm. when they needed me the most <clears throat> but when i needed them they weren't there <clears throat> and her mom was telling her you should be happy because that means that whenever someone feels like they're at their wits end you're their anchor you're that yeah. candle you're that last yeah. person you're that last light in the dark room mm-hmm. for them to go to and rely on to find the way out so yeah like it, it's tough man like there's there's so many signs that yeah you can <clears throat> pick up on mm-hmm. but i find the tough thing about this generation is a lot of people do things for attention right and unfortunately just like uh uh the false rape accusations and stuff like that like the, all these little boy cried wolf situations that are not for the right reasons sour any opportunity for people who actually really need the help yeah because then you have people who do go nah she just wants attention or you have the people that do go oh nah 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 like this person just wants a monetary thing from it like at the end this is going to be a gofundme or whatever like i've seen those ones too Mm -hmm. so it's like there's so many people out here using that shit as a crutch to get where they want to go and not actually being for real about it that it's, it's so many people are skeptical and I really can't blame them. And at the end of the day, I know I'm not the biggest influencer on social media, but I can, I get so many different messages mm-hmm. of that same elk 
it's it's overwhelming. Like I can't sometimes indulge in it because I don't. I first of all, I'm not fully equipped to help you. Yeah, that's first of all. Especially if you're a stranger, mm-hmm. I'm not equipped to help you. Mm-hmm. I can lead you in that direction, but first of all, I gotta know like like I don't know if you're serious. I, sometimes I've indulged, and the person just literally wants to have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. It went from oh I'm feeling this way and this way to so what up? Do you have a girl? Blah blah. blah. And I'm just like, what the fuck Man. just happened here? Yeah. So it's like, how many times does that have to happen before I just go? Like, do I keep responding every single time? I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's not easy to go through with someone on the other end that you, especially you don't know, mm-hmm. that's saying they might kill themselves. Yeah. yeah. Like that, it's hard enough when it's somebody you do know. I've been in that situation with at least three of my friends where you got to not talk them off the ledge, but kind of just remind them like there are people that love you. There are people that support you. Mm -hmm. People that care for you. You know what I mean? And whatever the situation is, it's something that will pass. Mm -hmm. Everything passes. Mm -hmm. And so when it's a stranger, I don't know how to even properly communicate that (laughs) to someone I don't know. How do I show you the value in life when I don't know what you hold true to value? Like, I don't know what you value in life. I can't be like, don't you listen, man? Food is still yeah. coming in, and you got a job. I don't know. Yeah, you don't have any context. What if you deserve to feel like shit <laughs> yeah, right now? Like, like I don't know. Maybe there's something you, really fucked up, and I shouldn't be encouraging. Yeah, you like what if you kill someone and your conscience is eating? I don't know this yeah. stuff. So it's like, it, it's so tough these days. I find, especially with social media in the mix, to you know find the right answers. And then on top of that, you have social media creating more mental illness anyways <laughs> just mm-hmm. existing mm-hmm. right so it's just it's sticky man it's sticky but let's change gears <sighs> that boy drake man <laughs> that boy drake mm. by hey, the way God. i know he shot his video on that Whoa. one of those snowy days one of them snowstorms hey, mm-hmm. he made sure like, let's shoot let's shoot right <laughs> now right <laughs> <laughs> Unless they ordered yeah. fake snow. <laughs> I'm making a change today. The liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kind of like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I can't just be with you, I'm only you. Yeah, I got one virtual, got one in that dance. The only two. Man, how many times have I shown and proved? Man, how many times I've been woke? Swerving the potholes. Not trying to fuck up the wheels on the road. Hey, funny how life. I remember when I heard this as a leak, I didn't like it. It was like a week before it came out. Then I heard it, and then I listened to it again the day before it came out, and I was just like, oh, hold on. I gotta pull up the lyrics because I bagged some things in this song. I bagged some things in this song. You ain't low, Drake. I'm making a change today. The liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's probably like giving your fame away. Man, what's wrong with you? I sit in a box. What the owners do? Boss is a road that I've grown in. It's this part for me. But I told you the truth. This beat is so nasty. It sounds like a video game. Yeah. Like a sure. Bryson Tiller beat. <laughs> it's very video gaming. Stock home. Right 
there. I want to stop mm. right there. Was that a Nikki diss? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. What, what did you say there, Brandon? I'm on the hot one hundo, numero uno. This one ain't come with a bundle. Who do bundles? <laughs> Who do bundles? Travis. But, Travis. But I was going to say that Travis did a bundle thing. Too, Travis on the album, though, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a Nikki shot to me. But I mean, there's a, isn't there more people that have done bundles as well? Recently, or is it just maybe that's just in general? Like, I don't gotta do all that stuff, I can just be drinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it is in general, but it's still a shot to whoever did it. It's a shot to whoever thinks, (laughs) like, at the end of the day, it's a shot to whoever did it Takashi, Nikki, Travis. Like, yeah, Mm. yeah. That's a shot. And I've noticed a couple shots. You know how Drake likes likes to throw open shots for people to like think it's them? That nigga, and it normally is about them, but like. He puts Virgil's name in every song now. He for sure That does. nigga is haunting Kanye's life. Why would he leave that man alone? He found God, Drake. He put Kanye's son name in like every song too. Kanye's son? Kanye's name in every song too. He doesn't put Kanye's name in every song. Kanye's name is in like what song? a couple songs in these. Where? The one where he was like, I need to pray oh, the to Jesus. Jesus, yeah. And then I swear he said something in this one as well. I don't think he said anything. I don't think he said Kanye's name in this one at all. Um, but he definitely did say. Um, he definitely did say something about Jesus, but he wouldn't believe us. Yeah. Conf- committed, confessed my sins, but he wouldn't believe us. And I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's in line with what the theory was. I mean, is he stoking the fire more? I wonder if it's one of those ones where he really didn't have sex with her, but now he knows the world thinks he had sex with her, so yeah. let me antagonize him more. Especially once Kanye made that video under the train tracks. He's like, leave my wife out of this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nigga. Imagine Drizzy went and smashed Kim after the divorce. What if they got together and they had a blended family? Well, my theory, <laughs> my theory is that Drake smashed her before Kanye did, um, ever was, like, before Kanye was ever with her. Yeah. And he's holding that over Kanye's head. Yeah. And I don't think Kanye likes that. For sure. He's like, I know your wife's insides, my nigga. That's kind (laughs) of... In turns face. (laughs) What? It's the truth. He does. I don't think he did. I think he did. I think he did it. (laughs) (laughs) I think he did it. Um, What is the other... Wants and Needs is the next... Is the other track? Yes. Wants and Needs. This is... Baby. Oh, my God. Listen, little Baby... That boy, listen, hey now, he spazzed out. Drake is, from this song, I was, I've said it a bunch of times, but I think he's the hook kid. Baby? Sure. No, Drake. Drake? I don't think anybody has more hooks that have been catchy over the years that we are just. He writes for Instagram captions. Yeah, exactly. But everybody else does too, and they can't. They can't do this. It's nuts. Leave me out of nonsense. Speaking out of. I couldn't even catch this flow. I think this is a Joe Budden verse. Leave me out of comments. Leave me out of nonsense. Speaking out of context. People need some content. Niggas trying to keep up. Shit is not a contest. Whipping bands concept. Heaven sent. God sent. At least that's what my mom says. Proof is in the progress. Money's not an object. Busy than a motherfucker. You know how my job get. Barking up the wrong tree. You know how the dogs get. Haven't fallen off yet. Come with a classic. They come around years later and say it's a sleeper. The ears are real. The petty is real. Might charge my ex for a feature. 
in Geneva. Yeah, probably should go to Yeshiva. We went to Ibiza. Can I ask you why woman's pum pum um, worth is in our us coming? Did we go over this with Alicia yet? Because we've talked about it. You're cum debt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it. What? About so, why women, like, why do you guys feel less than if we don't come? I mean, I guess the purpose. It's not the purpose. That's not the purpose. What's the, well, no. See, so, see, actually, see, I was see. reading articles, <laughs> and it said that, um, mm-hmm. I said, it said that niggas, like, men. It said niggas. <laughs> little, little man. Uh, People little man? magazine been wilding. <laughs> Us Weekly going up. <laughs> John was the author. <laughs> Niggers. <laughs> 20 months. It said that um, men where boys are raised to think that you have to come um when in reality you don't have to like amen you're not supposed to have to come every single time amen um and that's why like women will have sex and like not come because well yeah there's like majority women do not well yeah 70 percent of women Yeah. yeah But um, it's, like, because it's harder to actually achieve, but, like, boys have been taught that they need to do it. Like, you need to be able to complete When have women ever been taught that that they don't need to do it? I mean, it's just like... (laughs) Y'all do it multiple (laughs) times, I've been told. (laughs) Y'all been taught that you can do it multiple times. Y'all have toys. Way more toys. Yeah. It seems like coming is the goal Essentially, they're saying, no... Because it's like most people don't fucking come through regular like intercourse, P- right? Penetration, like, yeah, penetration yeah. yeah. Like a lot of women don't come for like doing that. So it's like, I don't remember exactly the article, but it made sense. It's like we have just continually pushed this narrative that like boys, when they grow up, whatever, throughout their whole life, that you have to come to be able to actually enjoy sex and like actually have that full moment when it's not the case because... Um, like you can still enjoy everything without coming, and then it has to do with like you know reproductive shit. I mean, I knew of blue balls when I was like six years old, mm-hmm. and like that's the only reason why I always thought I need to nut or I'm gonna get blue balls. But that, I think yeah, that's so a self like, that's a self thing though. Like I feel like it's a it, like as men, of course we're gonna push that men need to come. Like yeah. just like yeah. women should be pushing that women need to come. I don't think it's like a a one-sided thing and if it is a one-sided thing y'all just need more billboards y'all need to turn up the movies no but i'm i'm think that they're saying like scientifically you do not have to fucking come all the time no no i know that yeah because like with men when you when you guys come it's the point of reproduction Mm -hmm. so it's like maybe if men learned how to have sex and enjoy sex without actually like coming and stuff like that then there would be less mistakes in terms of like pregnancies and shit like that. What nigga mm. has ever had sex and not came and didn't enjoy himself? Like I don't I don't get that. I really don't. I don't know. I, I can't wrap my mind article. around it. I really cannot. What are you guys doing during sex? <laughs> Where you're not having fun, but you're continuing to do it. For for 15, 20 like, especially if you're not coming. If I'm not coming, the sex is probably half an hour. Because mm. I'm I'm just I'm keep going because I can't. But if nothing happens in that half an hour, I still have fun doing the 30 minutes. I don't like what do you continue doing it even though you're not having fun? Is that what I'm hearing? Do women do that? Wait, 
I'm confused now. If you're not having, if you're having sex, yeah. first five minutes, yeah, you're not enjoying yourself, and you haven't come. Mm-hmm. Why are you continuing? I don't know because you think the other person wants to continue. That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> I'm yeah. not. I'm not continuing just because someone else wants to continue. No, but if there's someone else is enjoying themselves. That's why I'm continuing. And I'm continuing because I'm enjoying that they're enjoying themselves. Does that make more sense? Yeah, no, but it, it's not such every... a messed up thing because um, if the woman's just kind of going through it. Mm-hmm. I've been in situations with... where I'm just like, this isn't working. Like, I'm not feeling this at all. But, but I'm, I'm going to let gonna... you finish. Yeah. Right. And then when yeah, you finish, that's... I'm just like, all right. The that is weird. Now, no, but girl, the dude will oh. never. Here's the thing. The dude. If a real motherfucker, all that's right, that's weird. actually considerate to the woman, would never be able to finish knowing that he would realize you're, you're not. If you're not enjoying this, how do you expect me to enjoy this, right? Oh, do you see I'm what I'm saying? Gonna, I'm not gonna. But not, there's not if two people are physically yeah. ill. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not working no, out. You're dry. I'm not coming. My dick's softening, mm-hmm. and we're still going because we think the other person. Wa- what? Yeah. No, I. It, it happens. I, I know See, that. Does I all the same does, people eat food it, you don't like. It, I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm not being polite. Suck my dick. I want more food. <laughs> like I will order. I'm not the one that's gonna sit there. <laughs> nice. No. Yeah. I'll I, if I don't real. like, it, I'm gonna say I don't like this. In, yeah. In sex, if it's not going well and I'm not really feeling it anymore, I'm just like, hey man, we can try again later. Because right now, this is not it. There yeah. are people can't take that though. I feel yeah. like there's way too many men who don't necessarily realize that like a woman's not enjoying it and they just are in their own fucking little bubble and they're not compassionate at all like i've unfortunately had a nigga like that and that's scary bro like that's scary you're a corpse at that point but then terrifying they can fuck dead people (laughs) but then it's also (laughs) it depends on like how vocal you are like when i was younger i was never gonna say anything to like my boyfriend about it i'm just like okay like let him just finish and then we can move the fuck on. That's why I'm so happy I'm get a dominant guy. Like, yeah. I'm so happy I'm a man and that I'm a dominant man. Because honestly, for a guy, you can make it what you want it to be. Yeah. It's really like, unless the girl's dead ass is not participating, she's limp, yeah. <laughs> making her body dead on purpose. Like, that's the only way it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I'm controlling what position you're going in. I'm controlling what speed I'm going and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it's in my control. Whereas for a woman, if you guys aren't enjoying it, please just say just something. Say something man. Just, yeah. we, I think guys can take it better than women can take it. I think it's a lot. It might be a little bit more dangerous. We can get into that discussion of a woman speaking up and saying something like that. Because mm-hmm. for some small, fragile ego men, that could potentially be a dangerous situation. Absolutely. Right. But and I think that's probably why women, especially if they're not super, super comfortable with their partner and like vocal, like sexually with their partner, you like shouldn't be that. Sex. Shouldn't be having sex if, you, if you're not comfortable to speak to the person you're having sex with. But mm-hmm. it's. That's fucking nuts. It's realistic. It that's, happens. I, that's wild. There's women who are just like, oh, I don't really want to say much. Like they're very timid. And so it's like. See, that's why I'm when all this like um, this uh, like sexual um, uh, allegations that come out and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy. I'm just wired in a way that won't even allow me to operate and do those things. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because if you don't fuck with me, I'm turned off. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to touch you now. Like, I don't even want to talk to you. If you are not feeling me the way I'm feeling you, it's not going to work out. 
Exactly. Because I need that. I'm right. selfish in that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's almost prerequisite because what's the point if it's not there? What are we doing this I for? feel gross. Yeah. I feel beg, first of all. <laughs> I feel <laughs> beg as fuck. Never want to feel that. I feel gross. I feel like a predator. Mm. <laughs> like, I feel like I should. And I feel like there's 7 billion other people in this world. Right. <laughs> Why am I focusing Choose here? Choose one. <laughs> <laughs> right? Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand it. So it's like, that, that mentality has never made sense to me. Like, mm -hmm. if you don't like something, just speak up. It's like, yeah. for, I know for a man, if you were to be like, yeah, I'm not feeling this, that would devastate most women. Mm -hmm. Devastate. The amount of value you guys put in that pokey is insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, put more value into yoga. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is why it's not working out. You can't put a, your, head, your leg behind your head. Like, there's something that's missing. Because it's never the pussy itself. Let's be very real. Pussy is pussy is pussy. Yep. Yep. It's everything around that mm -hmm. that a man will be like, oh, I'm not feeling this. Like, if she smoked fucking three blunts right before, pum pum can't get wet. <laughs> like, <laughs> pum pum pasty. <laughs> pum pum pasty. Wow. That man has to go on a shirt. <laughs> there's cotton mouth and then there's Pum pum pasties. Wow. I'm going to have to switch from Jake. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we haven't had a good pum pum title yeah, in a long oh, time. Wow, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a, a while. long time. And you know this is going to start a streak. <laughs> Anytime we start a pum pum title, there's like five that follow for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. When, when it pums, it pours. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I hope. But yeah, no, like, I remember a girl literally was, we've had sex before this, mm -hmm. banging both, I think two or three times we had sex before that. It was banging, perfectly fine. Then whatever reason, we're having sex that day and she's just not like, the response is not there that was there before. Like, uh, she was drying up and I'm just like, I stopped and just like, yeah, this is not, this is not working out. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, it's not. I was just like, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Here Let's we laugh go, about baby. It. Yeah. Let's so talk then, about what happened. Oh, I had a rough day, blah, blah. I've been thinking about this and this. All right. Then we yes. talked about it. Then 15 minutes after we're done talking, she reaches over, starts sucking my dick. I'm like, it's all yeah. out of her mind yeah. now. I was going to say that more times than not, I feel like um, with women, we get so much in our head mm -hmm. of just everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whether it's like, oh, are we sure we want to actually, especially if it's like the first time or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, are we sure we want to do this right now? Like, is it the right time? Is it too soon? Like, yeah, is yeah. he gonna still be around afterwards? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. is he like? There's so much that I feel like women just go, like, psych themselves out, yeah. which will essentially, like, you know, for men too, though. Sometimes, no, for more sure. so in a no. Like, I believe that too. In an well. opposite, though, is mm -hmm. it like? It's like, fuck, I've been waiting for this for so long. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to do this. Uh, I, better, I can't fuck up. Yes. I got to be number again, one. You better do this right. Like my, my, <laughs> the thought that I can never leave out of my mind no matter what, and it's, I fucking blame sports for this, I have to be number one. <laughs> I have to. I have to do things that he probably didn't do as long as, as me and as best as me. Like, I'm just constantly in that mindset. And what's the worst is I'm never going to be the guy that's like, so like... My like number three, like, like <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's so stupid though. I never. Had so I want to make it so like I want to it to be number one in my mind by whatever 
reaction I can accomplish out of that situation. So if it's squirting, if it's whatever, I'm just like, I know at least, at least I'm near the top. Even if I'm not at the top, I know I'm at least near the top. Mm -hmm. And that's always the goal. So it's like, it's weird when people can't communicate Mm-hmm. Over sex things Because I feel like That should be the goal Every time Both people are having sex You want yeah. it to be The best sex you've had Yeah I don't I don't get what else, Why else you're doing it No yeah, me, me, me and uh, It's, it's kind of crazy To say me and wifey Wow Hey now Hold on now We, we were <laughs> We were watching porn we <laughs> 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 were a little No but like Watching porn With your partner And really like Going deep into sex Like oh Do you like it When that's done It's it's such a Strengthening conversation To have Very. with your partner Very. Right And even like Hey so what What actors do Like what's your Porn process when you're going through Pornhub or whatever. It's like, oh, I look at women here. Like, I like looking at this. Then we were talking about your preferences. I'm like, oh, you know, Marla loves watching, you know, amateur shit and whatnot. Amateur shit's pretty good because, you know, it gives you the opportunity to, you know, see something that's a bit more real. Real. And and this was a real, like, honest conversation with no judgment and grown folks, man. No queasy or nothing. Yeah. And I was just like, so who's your, since you like like her, if you like watching (laughs) women, you like her already. I'm like good minded. I was showing her like th- that one chick, Honey Gold. Mm. I don't know if you know about. Oh, it. I There's know a Honey Gold. Porn star named she Honey know, Gold. She know. He know Honey Gold. Like just beautiful, right? Half Asian, half black. Like just damn, she bad. That's sick, man. Intern is a fucking sicko. But then even hearing her be like, yeah, you know, I don't enjoy when someone is is like their reactions are like that. I like these reactions. And I was looking, I'm like, oh man, this just speaks so much about you. I can understand Dog. your sexual preferences now a bit more better. Understanding just, someone's sexual language is yeah. like, and ha- you have to have that conversation. Love language, sex language. Yep. There's all these languages that we need to understand with our partners that like people overlook because yeah. they just think it's like. You know, money. They think money talks. I'm saying it's not even about. Well, I think it's it's sometimes it's a part of it, but like Mm -hmm. sex for sex as far as sex goes, like being able to understand each other's sex language is so important. Sometimes it's it's that you don't want to hear it though. Like me, (laughs) my girl brings up something like we're having a conversation, and like she has to bring up something because it's within context, and I'm sitting there like. Like she's just saying something that happened, just something that happened in her life, and I'm just like, "Fucking bitch!" (laughs) Just gotta eat it. Just gotta gotta eat it. it. Just gotta eat it. And she the same same thing on her side. And we like we it's like an inside joke with us now. So it's like she'll be talking about something, and we both do it and not realize when it's happening, right? And so when it's happening now, you just be like, "Yeah, okay, babe, cool, yeah." And so it's when oh, you guys, my, are, bad, my bad, I didn't mean to. It's when you guys are talking about like other partners. When we're talking about sex, yeah, we're talking about other partners or things we've done in the past that we mm. like or don't like or didn't like. Um, yeah, like talking. You know what's crazy is that like when partners. people like when guys talk. I mean, I just feel so comfortable. I feel like I could just be like, "Oh yeah, I." talk to this person or I did whatever with this person with my partner or this happened to me like I'm so open and like even when guys will talk about their past situations like I never it's rare that they actually do because mm. they try to like keep it but I'm just like I'm 
fine with it. Yeah, a lot you of girls I mean? are not, so that's probably why they feel like fearful bringing it up. Some girls literally, but I've I've been with girls who literally catch an attitude, give me mood for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. and won't tell me why, and then it'll come up that <clears throat> you were talking about blah blah blah. Like, why are you fucking saying that around me? Like, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So now I'm, and those girls like. When it's something like that, those are the people you'll never be able to communicate with. Yeah. Because yeah. they've I mean, already shamed you for I mean, communicating. Like, what, what's this relationship like? Yeah. What was whatever? You're a curious like. person, though. <laughs> you put your curiosity above your, your ego or in any of that. I think your curiosity <laughs> is like top two. And Private it's not eye two. just starts kicking in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm. oh, really? So, like, how did it start? <laughs> Formulas like, just start meet? flowing around. Listen, I used, to, I used to be the person that wanted the. Uh, the story of how did it turn into sex? Like I used to love that story hmm. because especially from a guy's perspective, when I, when a guy said, Oh yeah, you know, me and so are dating and Bob, I'm like, how did that happen? Like, <laughs> yeah. I need to yeah. know what, what was the turning point? Like what was the thing, the, the couch moment or whatever. I like those stories <laughs> more than the sex itself. Uh, yeah, like when 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 did it pivot into like yeah? When did you know? When did you know was your time? Blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm just like fuck. Okay, cool. Did you have but to wait till that Netflix message come on? Was it like are you still there? Like did that, you at that at point, a certain time? Was it late yeah. night when yeah. she was vulnerable and alone? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you send her an R and B song first? Like what did you do? You know that's really cool because that's a detail that people overlook. Like mm-hmm. that that shift from like we're just hanging out to like okay we're doing this and no one yeah. ever really speaks on that on that tent that tense moment. Yep. When like what's going through your mind in that moment? Like, should I make the move now, or is she biting a bottom lip right now? All these little small details that you start looking into before that that shift happens. It's game. It's <coughs> it's watching tape for me. That's that's a <laughs> when I was single. Tape. It was watching tape for me. Like, okay, this nigga did that. <laughs> Am I capable of doing that? If I can, I'll do it. If the situation calls for it. But just knowing you have all these situations in your Rolodex. Yes. Where you can just go, ooh, that file. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, like having those references, like with yes. your homies or with your homieettes or whatever. Homieettes. <laughs> my homegirls. Home your homies you know? and your homieettes. Like I would, always, I would literally talk to my homegirls speci- about, you know, their sexual situations specifically so that I could know. How not to perform? Because there's just so many times I'd be like, "Oh, this motherfucker did this." I was like, "Okay, take notes. Don't do ever do that," you know. <laughs> and like all the times that I was that confidant for for these people, I did it purposely, knowing that if I have this knowledge, I'll be able to use it in Bro. the future. So like, why not sit here nope. and, and and befriend all That's these wonderful perfect women? explanation? Perfect explanation. <laughs> That's why I watched so much woman shit growing up. <laughs> I watched Oprah. <laughs> I watched soap operas. I'd watch the romantic movies, all yeah. that shit. Cause I'm like, what do women want? Yeah. At the end of the day, this is showing me a wide spectrum of what women want. Mm-hmm. Not only that, what do women feel? What do they think? Exactly. And, and how do they operate? And you can only do that by studying your opponent. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're, you're reading books. Like I used to read Zane books and, and G-Spot Candy Liquor, <laughs> Eric Jerome Dickey books, Sister Soldier. Because wow. I'm like, this is giving me insight, especially as someone that was so sheltered. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up, like I said, church boy up until like probably 17, 18, right? When I left my house, I was like 19 years old. And... So for 18 years, I'm sheltered. Don't get to talk about sex with anybody in my family. None of that mm-hmm. shit. Dating, out of the question. So now I'm, I, I got to do all this studying for myself, basically. Mm-hmm. 
And I just found, I'm like, the best way to do that is just watch woman things. Like, and then it turned out that women things were way more interesting than guy things. So I just kept <laughs> fucking watching shit and reading shit. And it was just, I just gravitated towards that. So that's why I think that like, I'm more understanding of a lot of things that women do. Whereas mm -hmm. a lot of men, they never even cared to like look into any of that stuff. They just, okay, women are women. Mm -hmm. They have an idea of what women are because of their boys and their dad and whatever. And that's women. Mm -hmm. That's the world. That's, that's the glass ceiling. Like, don't, mm -hmm. don't you have like a homie, like a male friend that you can talk to and be like, all right, what do you guys think about a situation like this? No. <laughs> I would, your cousin. I would talk to your cousin? Like, yo, man. You, no. got, you got us Why two right like here. That? Eh? Because every time. <laughs> Andre Gellis, man. <laughs> Andre Gellis, man. Talk to him. This is what's crazy. Andre will talk about all his girls like i know about all his fucking situations and shit like that his relationships his you know situationships mm. trying to have um what's it called the multiple girls situation polyamory things? Yeah. yeah Ooh. yeah okay but it's Andre. his girlfriend that brought it up to him Ooh. so and so this is his first time ever doing it and he was just like yo this is crazy so we but is it relationship relationship or just a thing like, on the side for no him? like they tried the whole relationship with like somebody else. Oh like, Jesus, no! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't do. No. It. Even if my girl brought that up. No, <laughs> dealing. I with don't. I don't think they're doing it right now. But they did attempt to, and I don't think it worked out I, or whatever. But like, he's still with his. Well, that I know of. He's still with his girlfriend, but she's like bisexual and she's like really into. Um, Just stick girls with the threesomes well, and unicorns, so, baby girl. Yeah. Um, stick with the unicorns but yeah so he'll talk to me about all that shit but like the second i say something he'll be like no i don't want to hear it like it'll be like nigga shut the fuck up <laughs> like, <laughs> like what the fuck yeah so yeah shit. i don't really have any like male people that i could really talk to like other than us that. i mean that's how i was about to say man i've always been that dude to my homegirls she kind of already yeah. talked Plus, to it's, us it's about a, this kind of stuff true, right? on the podcast <laughs> on the podcast basically Plus, to thousands of people thousands people weekly <laughs> no, but it's, it was always the perfect trade-off for me being God that friend it. to homegirls because yeah. like, <laughs> she's like, I forgot how many niggas be on this show. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Uh, Your news out in England right now, nigga. I need, <laughs> I need niggas that never listen to this shit to hold Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
you're gonna get out. You're gonna get out of Heathrow International Airport, and the nigga's gonna go. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like, what the fuck? Oh, I'm gonna fucking die. I'm moving to Dubai. God damn it! Your mic is off. No. Oh, where'd the plug go? Uh oh. Um, what were you gonna say though, Norm? No, I was just gonna say that. Um, you know. You got us. Uh, like, no, it's. You got I, I enjoy that. <laughs> I enjoy that trade-off, you know, of of informa- like inside information. You know, let mm-hmm. me, I'll let you know how guys think. You let me know how women think, and you it's know, a beautiful, those are always symbiotic great relationship. Yeah, indeed. You know, I was actually, you know, back to talking wifey. Like, you know, some she brought up like, oh, sometimes I see with all these hot girls and this. I'm like, hey, man, I do that for a reason, and you know, being able to have these open conversations conversations with uh just women in general like i value those. i value w- whether it be you know a homegirl my girl my mother like having really deep honest conversations with women is what i feel evens evens me out brings me back to a level place so like men never do that for me yeah ne- never for me i can't men talk to never dudes. made me feel comf- comforted if that makes sense yeah because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like there's no, it's not necessarily a comfort thing. It's more of a, like an advice thing. Like, yeah, nigga, you do this, you do this, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas a girl would be like, how's that? Ma- how'd that make you feel though? Like, and how are you gonna handle that? How are you gonna deal with that emotion? Like, what are you gonna do with that energy? Blah. And it's just a breakdown mm-hmm. of the entire situation. Whereas a guy just hears some shit. Well, nigga, you just need to do this, 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 and this. Straight. You know, it's funny. I, jo- <laughs> I, I joined this like this this group um, called uh, One Hundred Confessions or something. Femi's in it. it was, it's, I think it's put together by Baloo and like mm. all these other people. But it's basically all these men that come together and and speak about really sensitive issues that they wouldn't normally feel comfortable speaking around other men. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they created this space for men to talk about whatever shit without feeling like, oh man, this is. And I think there needs to be more spaces like that. Yeah, totally. I'm going into Where's it. I was like, Facebook? uh they do it on Zoom or they do it on one of those things, um, <coughs> one of those platforms. But uh, at first, smart. I was very, I was, uh, I was like, what is this, bro? I'm, I'm doing this just because you know you're the homie, and I'll do it just out of solidarity. But as I was in it, you know, I was like, okay, this is necessary. And even though I'm not fully taking it in now. I started to realize, like, okay, shit, you do have something that's holding you back, some baggage or whatever it may be. Yeah. This is, there's nothing wrong with this, but the fact why that the you're defiance? Like, yeah, yeah why, well, the fact you're like, nah, the same for me means I look to that there's something too. going on. Yeah, you know? I look to that route too. There's a guy that did that today on fucking Twitter. Mm-hmm. I posted something about African um, language that led to patwa, mm-hmm. and some guy retweeted and he was just like, "Okay, you want a cookie?" <laughs> I went to I, before I said anything. Be like yes. I went to his page, right? Start searching, looking at some of his like latest tweets or whatever, and he had a bunch of tweets about being lonely and like a girl like leaving him for somebody Aww. or something mm. like that. And I was just mm. like, there it He's is. Where kind of I just wrote, "God bless, brother. I hope you have a good day, man." Because like at the end of the day, it it, it really Can like and I'm kindness, starting man. to learn this more and more. It's like. For, at first, for so long, it was just like every response, I'm fucking firing back. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that was something wrong with me at that time. Yes. Right? Yes. And so now it's just two people who have something wrong with them just going just back going and back. forth Can't and fire, feeling fire, like they're fire. both like 
being the the superior whatever yeah, yeah. in the conversation already in defense mode right real quick heavily and then like <clears throat> just lately i've been just looking to the root more because i do that with other things and i'm like why don't i just do it why am i not doing that with understanding where people are coming from because that's a huge mm -hmm. problem i have is understanding where people are coming from because i always just project how i would take things and how yeah. i would do things and put it on to other people which is not fair Mm -hmm. Right. And especially understanding that I don't think the way that everybody thinks. I don't tr treat situations the same way. I have to adjust somehow. So like looking at the root, why is this person reacting this way? Especially when it's something positive. Right. That's like the biggest, easiest litmus test. It's something positive you put out there and someone has a visceral reaction to it. And you're just like, yeah, what, you try to just like put out my fire. And your natural reaction is just to fight back. Yeah. And Instead, I'm just like, that person's going through something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially in, you see these comments, like celebrity comments sections, people writing paragraphs, saying all types of wild ass shit. It's like, why are you taking it so personal? But why obviously, are you taking it so they're personal? triggered for whatever reason. And the fact that you even had time and energy to write a paragraph to someone you don't know mm -hmm. that most likely will not see it mm -hmm. screams, there's, they, no, there's no one in life doing great. Mm -hmm. happy successful and doing that yeah you can't show me one person because <laughs> if you show me that person i'll show you something that's wrong with them yeah that's deeply hurting them so it's like now when i see that i look at i see those visceral reactions especially if something that's positive i'm like that's pain yeah. every single time yeah. like there's pain there something happened i don't know what mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna treat that like every other visceral reaction so it's 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 different, obviously, when you say something that's like out of pocket or whatever. People obviously can be mad at that, but when it's something that like is not hurting anybody and someone's just like so negative about it, yeah, it, it's really telling of their situation, man. Really telling. Um, well, that's how I had to defuse my stalker. I literally <laughs> had to hear him out and be like, "Hey, man, is is there is, there, is this something deeply rooted in your react in your actions right now? What's because going on, fam? Like what's, what's going on, yeah, bro? What's like, work? This, this what's works in? This doesn't seem like something like I. Meanwhile, I, my I, ass, I'd report them to the police. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> mean, I'm like, oh, I want to kill this guy, but I gotta keep him close. Yeah. I gotta make sure he doesn't do anything fucked up. If I react mean, I'm just like, no, man. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's something going on in your life that's making you act like this. So like, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt because I believe you're a good dude. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to do this, but I'm going crazy right now. My girl left me, all that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, you really sometimes just have to be that understanding. Like, what's going on in Piers Morgan's life on a daily basis? <laughs> he got oh rejected. Wow. On a daily basis. And we finally have the answers. Why does he hate Meghan Markle? Why the constant visceral reaction to someone that's just a light this this woman's like mother Teresa. yeah we did a bio on her this week and i'm like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like what can you find a more perfect track record yeah someone who's doing humanitarian work before even joining the royal family dedicated mm -hmm. a, a year and a half of her life to do humanitarian work her mom was a social worker inspired that type of social change in her right it's like and then just hear the woman speak fam this interview was, to me, it was incredible. It really reminded me a lot of that Diana interview back in the day. I don't know if they, that was by design or what. She did say in the interview that she watched the, the interview of Diana before. And she watched it twice. She watched it before she was a royal, and she watched it again when she was a part of the monarchy mm -hmm. and sees it so differently, right? Mm -hmm. And you obviously hear Harry saying, you know, this is the same 
it's, it's like history repeating itself. Mm-hmm. This woman went and said that somebody asked what color the baby's going to be, right? <laughs> Could it easily dismantled she literally in that one sentence could have dismantled the monarchy my nigga and still was like i think that would be damaging to them still showed someone the grace after that kind of disrespect in a time where the trend and the cool thing is to out every single person about everything they did something they're out of here they're finished this is a woman that has the world Mm. on her side before she even opens her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And she could have easily finished these people and still mm-hmm. chose not Imagine to. Imagine the world canceling the monarchy. Bro, they already kind of are. They pretty much do. Which that. they should have a long time ago. Exactly. But regardless, <laughs> this is why we're in this position. <laughs> but, well, I want to see if the $20 bill will be Megan's face on it now. Bro, that's what I've been saying. So, way prettier. Um, <laughs> less crow's feet. The 10 and the better. 20. <laughs> Ooh, oh someone ironed the 20? <laughs> Got all those wrinkles out. Oh, my um, God. But... Yeah, no, then then you have her, they, they, they brought up the story about her making Kate Middleton cry. That would, happened years and years ago. I remember that was big news for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the reverse happened. On Kate Middleton made her cry on her wedding day. And instead of just, be, just saying it, she could have just said it like that. Yeah. Let me put it that way. She could have just said, actually, it was Kate that did it to me. Mm-hmm. And she, this is what happened. I was upset. She made it worse. I, I started crying. And, you know, every, the story came out later on that it was the other way around. That's not the case. She could have left it like that. Mm-mm. But no. Showed grace again. Went further in being like, and I wanted to make it clear. She apologized to me. She sent me flowers. She's a great person. I don't want this to be disparaging to her. Clears it all up. No one's wow. even talking about Kate. Why? <laughs> because she showed her grace. Yeah. It's just like, how do you not believe a woman like this? If she had the ulterior motives, those are the two. Ul- those are the two opportunities to fucking ether y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys are spreading stories about her being a menace. Yeah. An animal, a tyrant in the bar. <laughs> like they're trying to spread around stories that but she was a it, bully. Is it her? Like. I know that there is somebody that said, oh, she's a bully, whatever. And I definitely think that the palace or the firm or whatever the fuck they call themselves. The institution. Yeah. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. went and they published that release saying, like, we don't tolerate bullying and we'll investigate it, whatever. They definitely didn't need to do that. But it's like I've heard for so long that it's just the British media that likes to take things all the way over what? here well, what she like revealed talk you? the most shit so it's like is the is the royal family really saying all of this stuff to the extent do you know what i mean or is it just the british media that runs with it and then they just don't defend it you know but then you know these are saying? like so the people that speak on behalf of the royal monarchy are like they almost have uh it's like they're assigned, like, okay, we're going to speak on behalf of, of the Speaker board. of the House. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So I was watching Questlove posted something about uh, these two British gentlemen uh, basically got all these different royal monarch, uh, I guess, media representatives to speak on the interview even before it came out. Mm. So they're like, so what do you think about the... And they basically asked questions as if 
it already came out. And these these analysts had their things already set. Their, their 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 views already set. They're already speaking on it like they seen the thing. You seen the prank? Yeah. And I'm just like, hold on. Why are you all saying the same shit and you haven't even seen the goddamn interview? But you already have your set narrative. Because that's their job is but the stance. It's not the nar- It's not even to report the facts. Their job is the stance. Exactly. They want to make sure that the narrative stays within that, so that yeah. even if they speak the truth, like people's minds are still there, uh, and. They, they, they create that they bring that up so that even if it wasn't a thing people will still have that in the back of their mind yeah these two these two youtubers pranked them and and basically showed the, how they shaped the narrative before even seeing anything they mm-hmm. didn't see a lick of the interview and these guys are there about she Meghan Markle was acting from yeah. beginning to end I was of going this through interview. I was going through like somebody in the British media tweeted something so I wanted to like go through all the replies and see what other people were saying. There's someone who was like, "Oh, she's such a great actor." Yeah, <laughs> and but I just remember pe- one comment where someone was like, "If she was such a great actor, then why was she on Suits?" suits. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Why was her peak? I suits? see that. <laughs> no, I was but, like, "Shit, I like Suits." <laughs> no, these are people who hadn't even seen it yet talking about she was acting. So it's like yeah. they work out these reasonable uh, stances that are so broad that it could. Anyone can believe that it came from actually watching the interview, mm-hmm. right? And it's just, it's just so wild that like, okay, for example, you said you don't know who runs it, the media or the monarchy. Mm-hmm. Realistically, the media runs it, mm-hmm. right? But they also work together. In a sense. Yeah, no, for sure. Because it's like publicist. It's exactly what... Kind of. Publicists will feed the media some type of narrative to go Mm. on. But I just think it's like... Is is it bigger than... Is the media blowing it up and going way more far-fetched than what... That's their job. You know, the palace or firm institution is actually giving them. Do you know what I mean? Like, they'll take one thing and then like... They have to sensationalize it. That's like, what that's what a lot of those papers are are yeah. sensational tabloids, right? They're not necessarily the most credible sources. It's pe- it's those fucking magazines you see in the grocery line where it's like, which is crazy. Megan it, it turns into monster and blah 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 and all that stuff. But in the same respect, she spoke on how the uh, monarchy, the institution, is very quick to put out fires um, with the media in terms of clarifying the truth Mm -hmm. for things that are lies, right? And there were things that they didn't cover for her that were actual truths Mm -hmm. that they could have just backed up. Mm -hmm. It's not lies that they had to prove were lies. Just truths that they had to say, yes, the truth, Mm -hmm. and they didn't. But things that were so insignificant and meant absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things. It would affect no one. Yeah. They would put out those fires. And so she, it's they do have yeah, pull no, in, no, in no. terms they, of They like, don't want to. They just don't fuck with her, period. Yeah, the same. It's that simple. Like, you would think that they would give Megan the support that they gave other family members when they were going through some shit with the media. No, but because then, they don't like her. Yeah, but they Did were that's the, the they just the point. The bus. You watched The like, Crown? Uh, no, no, no. What I learned from the crown is that if you are not approved by the firm, then you are not getting in that family. Like yeah. even because it's the same with um, what's her name, Charlotte. Um, is her name Charlotte? 
the sister, yeah. Queen Elizabeth's sister. Um, so she really wanted to be like, she would have preferred to be queen, but she was younger, so she couldn't. But she wanted to marry somebody, and Queen Elizabeth had to tell her, no, like, you cannot marry him because he was, um, I think he was divorced and he wasn't in the family. Like, he wasn't a part of, um, like, an aristocrat or anything like that. They literally was like, no, you can't. And she was so heartbroken about it and she hated everybody. But they did that shit. Like, if if they didn't approve mm-hmm. of who you are as a person, they're not going to allow it. That's the same with um, King George's brother. He was supposed to be the king, and he was the king for, like, a few months or whatever the case may be. He wanted to marry this um, reality. She's kind of like a socialite here in America, and um, she had already been divorced a couple of times. And so he's king. He was like, I'm going to marry her, and they stripped his title and gave it to Queen Elizabeth's father to be king um, because they didn't approve who he wanted to marry. And he was like, no, I really want to marry her. Like, I love her. So, like, for me, it's just like, okay, Harry brings home this woman that they don't approve of. So they're like, fuck this. We're not going to bat for her because we don't don't (laughs) approve it. But it's like Kate Middleton, they approved of. They approved of Diana, hence why he got married to her. But once they realized... At the beginning, they approved of her. Not really. Watching, like, if you, I mean, I, I watched watch the documentary. Trump, but I watched the documentary on her life on Netflix, and they, they at first, they were very, they they questioned her because, first of all, obviously, she's not a part of any royalty or anything. Yes, she like is. That. She's an aristocrat. She's, she's a Spencer. Yeah, but she's not a. Um, I can't remember the fucking word they gave it. I can't remember the word, but there was something that she was miss missing, I guess, so to speak, mm-hmm. that they were questioning her ability to even uh, utilize that role, so to speak. Because you know how their role is not just yeah. getting married; like they have to do actual mm-hmm. things. Or I think it was just because she, well, and I they liked another feel- girl that filled the role. Better basically, that was kind of like trained to be Camilla. What? Camilla, yeah, that, no, I think that's but the that's the thing; they couldn't. She, they he couldn't because wouldn't of- have been able to get married to her regardless. Mm-hmm. They liked Camilla or whatever, but they still would never have approved Camilla because she was married. So yeah. if she had got divorced, then he wouldn't have been able to get married to her. Like they don't allow that shit. If Didn't you- they date and Cam- afterwards? Now they're married. They're married now. Yeah, they're married. Yeah. I don't know how. So how does works. it work? If this, I don't know. <laughs> like, hey, well, she lost one, I lost one. I guess it cancels. I guess it cancels up. <laughs> I don't oh know if it goodness. was because like he proved that they were dating the whole fucking time. They've he was been cheating. Fucking. He was cheating yeah. on Diana with it, but he really wanted to marry. But she was just like, no, you can't. Like, we can't do this. We can't. I can't get a divorce. You can't get a divorce. It's not going to look good. It won't be like whatever. Diana literally they went liked- up to her woman to woman. Yeah. And said, Are you cheating? No, she said, I know. Yeah. I know what's happening. You don't need to say it. Mm -hmm. I would like you to stop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that's basically what happened. But I just feel like they approved of her to the point of, like, come on now. Come on. That was stupid. Boy, a man rat. Gotta pee every episode. What you drinking for? Because he drank Cold forties. He drank some coffee, bro. That the boy taking the wet shits. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like I think that with Diana, they were like, okay, yeah, she's cute. She's like a Spencer. Her grandmother worked in mm-hmm. the fucking the institution. Whatever. 
they're like, all right, cool, we can make this work. She's just really young and she don't know how to train in. And then once they realized that she was like on the edge and like way more free and stuff like that, and then once she once they realized that she was a strong, independent woman, mm-hmm. and then once she realized that they, she was like, fuck this, I'm cheating on that <laughs> on that nigga with the security guard because he's having a whole ass relationship with she, Camilla. She, uh, <laughs> I knew the first time that they probably had some concerns was when she changed the vows. Mm. I think oh, that yeah, was the yeah. first indication to them that They're this like, is not going right. to be a regular situation. She's going to be a headache. <laughs> so, she changed, uh, I think it was uh, to obey. Mm-hmm. She took out to obey um, her man or something like that. Yeah, and there was like one it. other thing that was so super misogynistic <laughs> um, that she like, she took out. I can't remember what it exactly it no, was. No, but didn't, um, didn't Philip mm-hmm. tell Elizabeth that he wanted to change the vows as well i'm not too sure i have no idea i feel like is philip her husband yeah yeah but she he probably got that from her she especially she's not going to be the one to go and tell the queen like we're changing the vows he would have to do it just like how megan everything goes through yeah but it was her idea is what i'm saying she no it wasn't her idea it was it's Queen Elizabeth? No, Diana. No, that's what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure that when Queen Elizabeth was getting married to Prince Philip. Oh, I'm not I'm not talking about them. I don't know he about He wanted them. his vows changed as well. Because he was like, I ain't here for this. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I know that Diana changed her vows to take out all the misogynistic um, vows. Without approval, there. too. Yeah. and um, But yeah, Piers Morgan was uh you know on good morning britain and that's his usual show his gig where he spews his bullshit and a black woman just served him like literally yesterday she served him him a hot plate listen when i speak (laughs) let me speak are you going to let me speak are you going to let me speak are you going to let me speak Uh, he's he's, he's gonna see of course of course of course Go, go ahead yes of course um but he got he got served again today by uh by this guy Alex mm-hmm. that was on the show, completely just just served him on a hot plate, man. It was it was beautiful to watch, telling him about how you know he's hurt, you're bitter, you're scorned, <laughs> and she cut you off. She has every right to cut you off. <laughs> oh, that oh, oh, that oh. one was the sweet part. You know, you I understand you have a special relationship with Megan, and she cut you off, and she has every right to cut you off. And uh, no, I'm not going to take this anymore. Just Gets storms up, off. Storms off like a child, right? 15, 20 minutes later, uh, ITV releases a statement that he's quit the show, right? And I'm like, why? Is, what is this history that they keep talking about? Oh, man, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We had a two hours in the pub. She had a couple of dirty martinis and a couple of pints. We got on brilliantly. And then I put her in a cab, and it turned out to be a cab that took her to a party where she met Prince Harry. First of all, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. He big man. He mad. You big man. Tell him why you mad, Piss. I ain't fooling with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you Oh, you mad. (laughs) (laughs) That might need to be a new soundbite. (laughs) Yo, oh, damn. so like, this is the thing. It's one thing to, first of all, think you're on a date mm-hmm. when you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sweet me. It's sweet me. No. Oh, God, it's sweet me good. 
<laughs> it's one thing to be on a date that you're not on. Yeah. You're not on it. She just wanted to drink. Look a what pre this is a he was the pre-drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, do you know how many of you niggas have been pre-drinks in my life? <laughs> and yeah. I don't mean me going to drink. <laughs> I mean she went to drink with y'all and <laughs> ended up in my house. The pre-drink nigga is very, very real out here. Have you ever had a pre-drink nigga? Where you where you went? On maybe like a date or like uh, just an outing with one yeah. guy, and then went and linked up with the real guy later on that night. Most likely, hell yeah. Probably. And did you ever know that Actually, the guy yeah, that you sure. first went out with DC, liked you? Yes, in DC, I for sure <laughs> did. Women are evil. <laughs> Women are evil. I had a friend. I had a friend, and I love him to death. He like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the you don't love that nigga. I do. I love that. He would. See how she prefaced that and I love him to death. I do. That's my homie. Oh, oh. I got a friend. That's that my homie. Just hit. I always hear that's my friend. Oh, See, I got a friend. I love him to no, death. No, He's my homie. My homie. Oh. oh man, oh, gunshots. He used to I'm take care of me so much. Of course um, he did. In, loved you. in DC, like we would go. <laughs> he wanted to provide for you for the rest of his yeah, life. Yeah, we would go for dinners. We would go for drinks. Holy we would go shit. like he would always be like, "Hey, what you doing?" Me and my friend, did you say like, are going food? to you, whatever. No, oh no, this was like really my homie. Like if whatever it was, if he wanted to kick it, that would be cool. But I was also like actually talking to this next guy, and so yeah, like I would you go don't date multiple people. Huh? You don't date multiple people, right? No, not no. really. You seem like a one guy at a yeah. time type of person. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like me and him, we, we would kick it. We would go eat. We would go for drinks, whatever, whatever. And then I would go back to the nigga that I was like oh, messing with, crib. Mm. And I just remember. God damn. I just remember one time it was um, it was New Year's. Okay, so I had left DC and. The week later, I was. It was New Year, so me and my mom just decided to drive back. We're like, we're not doing anything. Like, let's just go. She had a friend that lived out there, so we went. And I stayed at the guy's house that I was talking to before. And so, um, yeah, I was staying there, whatever. But then my friend came and picked me up, and we. So it was New Year's. Me and him are going out with like his homies and shit like that. We went. We end up at the same party. Oh. We end up at the same party as the guy that, that I'm staying with. at and yeah, messing with, right? And that was a whole nother situation on top of that. Like I got a whole story from that weekend. Oh, man. <laughs> so anyways. Uh, <laughs> Save that for the Patreon. Oh Lord, yes. <laughs> yes. I Just wanna say. I want to know about that. <laughs> I want to share. I love it. I thought it was a great story. Um, <laughs> at their expense. Yeah. At being 22 though. Okay. Um, so yeah. And then, so we go to the party, whatever. We end up at the same party as a guy. I almost get into a fight with some girl. You always almost getting into a fight. Why don't you ever scrap? Because everybody holds me back. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, this is what happened was this girl, she ended up getting into a fight with somebody or whatever. And she ended up losing her shoe. 
right? So she's wilding out like, "Where's my effing shoe?" Da 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 da. And my like one and of my other ho- no no no, but one of my <laughs> other homies who's a promoter, he was just like, "Hey, like you've got to go." Like, okay, we'll try to find your. He's being real calm, and she's like all up in his face, and you can see that he's just like slowly getting more angry angry and so i was just like okay i'm not about to see my like friend um go to jail for like boxing a girl because she's being real disrespectful Mm -hmm. on his like face ready to hit him and all that shit and so i was just like hey 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 like just relax for a second and she went and she hit me right like she she was so short and i had heels on too so she only hit me on my arm (laughs) and i was like oh hell no i grabbed this big old like moet bottle (laughs) i grabbed it i went like this i went to smash her across her head i don't know how but somebody came out of nowhere like i they weren't even around me like um it was it was my friend Niggas that I went there. When a fight's about he, to happen. You could feel it in the yeah. atmosphere, like a bubbling up for some reason. He ran, like he came from across the club. Yep. He just seen me like go he like this, and he grabbed my arm. And like a next nigga came out of nowhere and pulled me back and was like, "Do you never want to leave United States? <laughs> because you will be in jail yeah. if you you will kill this in girl because she's so small. You're gonna no, go it's DC, jail DC. In, you're gonna go even worse. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> go to jail in DC. In the capital. Lord. Um. So yeah. So that situation. Get waterboarded. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. This is like not even a juicy part of the story. No, this is no, so a small detail <laughs> to the so back to Amanda. Yeah. So anyway, so that whole like whatever, and so I remember we went out to eat and all that other shit and um, partying and more parties, and then all of a sudden, I just remember. I ended up leaving with the guy that I was staying with that I all of a was sudden. fucked with. Yeah. All of a sudden. I, I don't know how that him. happened. And my feet was hurting so much. So he was like, okay, get on my back. And I had this like oh, short ass no. skirt. And so like you could see my booty. And then all of a sudden you hear my boy. Oh. He came down the same street. And he was just like, your ass is out. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And at that moment I knew like that he finally realized that. He's just a dude. He's just a friend. Yeah, I did think he, say, he realized. Hold on, did he say it like this? Your ass is out. Or did he say, your ass is out, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> he rolled up on Wait a minute, him. that nigga heard this. this. That nigga your heard this. Your ass is out. Your ass, your ass is, is out, out. The fuck, B? What's wrong with you? I love you. Oh, <laughs> I feel for him, but I'm but, also like, and now he runs that position. Key radio. Give it up for Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna include you in every disparaging story ever, nigga. <laughs> and he still like, looks out for her today. <laughs> no, okay, so then it gets even worse with this man. Then you went to the Bahamas. <laughs> you met the rest of the Bahamas. <laughs> is he the second who or the third who? Who says which who is he? Who? 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 You're okay. the third one. More, third. more. I want to know more. What else? And so there was another time. <laughs> so I think at that point this that he kind of like. And then the next night they had a solo <laughs> thing <laughs> together. You literally <laughs> pierced his heart. <laughs> okay, and so then. I think that's when he finally realized that, like, you know, I was really, 
not fucking with him like you that didn't look or whatever. Him at that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so then there was an, another time, probably like a year later, where I went back, and so my my friend he was like, "You can stay with me." So I stayed at his crib. And so we were together the whole weekend, like partying, like going out, whatever, me running into like all my other friends. But the guy that I used to talk to and fuck with, he ended up being in D.C. that same weekend. All of a he sudden. ended up moving. So we were both in the same city at the same all time. All of a sudden. And on my last night, I remember I left my friend's house and I asked him, I was like, hey, can you drop me the off at this night? Oh, my God. Yo, why are you evil? Oh, my God. She laughed right Bro, after she said The last night. Yeah. That's the night. You know that, that when you a nigga that, that been liking a girl. That last night is pivotal. <laughs> oh my god! This is your last yeah. night here. You want to do anything special? special. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do sorry. something special, but not with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh. god! And I just remember that, like, we had went to his hotel, but he wasn't there yet. So my friend stayed with me in the oh car, waiting for him to show up. And then they had that whole like hail up moment because they had met before oh, yeah, when we were in the street Got and my to. booty was out. Hail up the enemy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And but then, what if he didn't like you? What if then, he's just really a good friend? So, I mean, no. How did you know he liked you? Because. Mm. <laughs> it's the thick of it right here. Because now we gonna know if you were an evil person or not. Wow. <laughs> if that nigga straight up said, I love you. <laughs> so there was two kind of situations there was one situation where it was kind of like when i first moved there and we were just like new like getting to know each other and hanging out and stuff like that and he just did something very subtle where it was like we were walking it was outside and i got cold so he took off his jacket mm. and he took off his jacket <laughs> <laughs> He's being chivalrous. This is why no. people can't be chivalrous anymore. And then he put, and then he put his like hand softly around me. Put your and hand was like, on my shoulder. <laughs> and he like put it gently there, but he was kind of nervous, you know, to like really oh, grab me no. and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna keep you warm." Type shit. It was just kind of like, "Oh, I'm so nervous." So at that moment, I was just like, "Oh, I think he like." likes me like i think he really oh, likes me and we're just not you know and you didn't or turn and say this is not happening no no you no didn't. you no. did not no you did not i didn't you but i think sicko. he assumed it no eventually. he didn't assume it until your ass is out <laughs> <laughs> yes yes oh, yo. <laughs> that's when it's sunk in yeah this nigga oh god i'm, I'm gonna pray healing and over you brother i'm praying for healing over your life later see and that's a nigga that'll do anything for you too so the second incident oh God, was Jesus. everybody wanted me to stay in dc they didn't want me to leave but i was like yo i don't got a visa like i can't stay i need to leave right you can marry me if you need so i was like the only way that i can stay is if i get married oh. and i was just like are you gonna do that and he was like i will do it if you actually try to be in a real relationship and i was like all right no I can't do that. Yeah. I was like, but listen, I was like, it's only going to be a couple years My and then we can get a divorce. And I was like, you really think you're going to have a girl like in a wife in three years? Mind you, he's still single like to this day. You know, oh. he did, he's never really had like 
he's had one longer relationship, but nothing too serious, right? So I'm just like, because he's been waiting for you this whole time. Been waiting, <laughs> waiting like, in the shadows. We could have just got married. I could have had my visa, and we could have been divorced. And you still wouldn't have had a girl. Nah, I was you know like, what? Everything would have been. He cool. should have did it, and then like won your heart while in marriage. That's what he. That's what he done. wanted to do. No, because he's he trying to. No, he just said, you know if what? You, I'll if do I do it. You got to actually try to be in a relationship. So he was going to work. He's going to be that role. But if he was smart, he wouldn't have said, oh, let's try to really be in a relationship. No. He would have just done certain no. shit that makes me like fall in Ain't love about with being him. Smart. Yeah. Ain't about being smart. It's about being thorough and true. He's not going to tell you <laughs> that under false pretenses. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the situation and call him a predator. Mm-hmm. Because that's what some... Listen, if... if it, wouldn't that have been a, out, it wouldn't have been a predator, but like realistically... If, Think about it. Okay? That could have been a Twitter thread right there. <laughs> Honestly, I've, I can see a girl definitely saying, this guy was my homie. He was my friend. We were respectful. He even knew I was dating another guy. And I wanted this visa for the marriage and blah, blah, blah. And he knew that. And still try to blah, blah, blah. Women no. are coming at his neck, Listen, bro. Listen, this is that my, did the right my thing. mentality, though, because when you think about a lot of arranged marriages, they don't actually like love each other when they go into it. It's yeah. just like, we yeah. have to. But a lot of people end up falling in love eventually, right? So with me and him, we would have had to live together. We would have been together all the time. like, And we were already friends and hanging around each other all the freaking time but as well. So it's like, if we just... Are, naturally we're around each other and just like you, you know guys continue. were naturally around each other that didn't fucking work that nigga's like i'm gonna be upfront. i'm gonna say what i want out loud i tried the nice route i'm not blaming him for telling you because honestly that's some sneaky shit otherwise well, I, you would have been pissed if he otherwise would have tried some shit while you guys are laying in and bed and i told him and I, well we didn't have to sleep in the same bed we just got living in the same that's house fucking yeah, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> When you married me. You in the you in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean that would have been like, a you great can situation. have a whole other girl. Like I'm not gonna get mad. She can be you, posted you, up in the you, crib with you, us. You, <laughs> and plus, you don't have to drop me off at dude's house anymore. He's just gonna come here wherever we both live. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, no. He moved again. So he moved after. So I would have so found somebody else. Into me to have a sense about her. Oh wait, I so, didn't yeah. play the rest of it. Oh, next please. night they had a so. Figured on brilliantly, and then I put her in a cab, and it turned out to be a cab that took her to a party where she met Prince Harry. And then the next (laughs) night they had a solo dinner together, and that was the last I ever heard from. You Pierce Morgan, this one. You Pierce Morgan, this nigga, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. He's we a have mar- our own Alicia Markle. <laughs> yeah, you, you made this guy a little Markle-ass buster. <laughs> Meghan Markle. You got Meghan Markle. <laughs> I have never heard from her again. So what happened? In she, your, uh, she, she ghosted me, Ryan. <laughs> Meghan Markle ghosted did, me. Did she, do you think she just went... God. I'm afraid. I, look, I really liked her. This is why it hurts. <laughs> no, I, I really liked her. Yeah. I really we, liked her. More evidence. to me to have a sense Another about interview. of... Being concerned about issues, concerned about the planet, the environment, women's rights. She's got that campaigning streak too. But I really liked her. You know, I mean, I, you know, I'm just sad I lost her as a friend. It's like Harry. You, know, you could have thought of me here, buddy. <laughs> you really? Um, you're quite bitter about this. Well, I'm bitter, just sad. <laughs> yes. You know, mainly because I don't get the suits episodes, and that really kills me. Uh, but also, I thought we—I just thought we were friends, Megan. What happened? <laughs> but I, I, I get it because uh, Harry, the moment it became serious. There's no way Harry wants Meghan Markle anywhere near media people. Oh, yeah, that's how we'll rationalize it. 
She like doesn't want to be around the ugly ass, racist ass person. You are the complete opposite of what I think Meghan Markle would be interested in. Exactly. You are literally deterring some of her efforts <laughs> inadvertently. You have no idea that you're doing it, but you, your words, like the things that this guy says on a on a weekly basis, just spewing hate and just all types of bad narratives like mm -mm. i don't feel sorry for him at all i'm so happy he's off tv he the probably world is a better place because he's off tv and yeah it's just that simple he probably, that. he probably realizes why he doesn't have a chance with megan and that's what irks him that, but of like, course he know he knows that he himself his own personal character is so messed and there's nothing he can do to change it but even he's past that on a physical level i feel like guys who know they're not what women want physically will look and find every other excuse as to why she doesn't want him mm -hmm. because oh everything else is so desirable yeah you know what i mean and that's why majority of these like a lot of short guys will, or the ugly guys will have enough money because mm -hmm. you know they gotta try to compensate gotta compensate so a lot of <clears throat> good looking niggas are broke because mm -hmm. <laughs> they ain't gotta compensate i never <laughs> had to work that hard for the goal <laughs> at the end of the day everything that men do the end the end game is vagina if you're a straight man yeah yeah you work out vagina you get a job vagina <laughs> get <laughs> you surround yourself with certain friends or go to certain places vagina is messed things. up when you look at your whole entire life and how it shaped you everything comes back to like the pursuit of pussy pop. pursuit of pump pop pop that pursuit of pussy the pursuit of pussy man it's a it's it's uh it's a wild pursuit because it's like it, it's one of those ones that can if you do it the right way you can better yourself in the process yeah. or completely destroy yourself in the process. And I think it depends on what your goals are entirely at the end of the day. Do you want to be a good person on top of getting pussy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or, do, or is there no like is there no rules in how you get it and how you acquire it and how like how you sustain that? Like and that's what it, it that's what sets aside two different types of guys in yeah. my books. It's like how do you view <clears throat> not only women but your path to getting said woman, if you don't see it in a way that's, I don't want to even say noble because that's subjective, but like if you don't do it in a way that is not hurting other people, then I don't know what to tell you. Like it's, I feel it's, it can be said for both ways. Like I feel for women, the the pursuit of penis is like you know that pop too is. I think for them it's P -P more of a it down. it's yeah. more of a pursuit of, um consistency i think that's the difference between men and women i think women no matter what it is man or alone they want consistency so if they're alone and they want and choose to be alone at a certain point leave her alone you know mm -hmm. what i mean don't don't bug that woman she wants consistently to be alone if she's looking for a partner and wants that she wants a partner that's consistent yeah. in all the things that she values yep so it's not I think it's a difference where men it's not, we're not looking for necessarily consistency. A lot of men aren't even looking for any form of consistency. They kind of want sporadic yeah. flings and moments and situationships and like 
that's okay for you them. You don't have to invest as much as much in that. The responsibility is yeah. not there. A lot of men are lazy, especially when it comes to emotions. Yeah, men are so emotionally lazy. It's alarming, that but part. it makes sense. It makes sense because we've never been trained to work on our emotions. Mm-hmm. And so what now? And tell me to do it when yeah. I have responsibilities. It's been told to bills, ignore it so much. Been told to ignore it for twenty plus years, and now I gotta just do it all at once and be good yeah. at it right away. Nah, <laughs> everything takes practice. Everything you gotta grow the muscle. So it's like, for me, the more I've been in tune with my emotions over the past couple of years, I've seen myself growing more and more emotionally intelligent. Even just in regards to what I was talking about earlier, in understanding why someone's being so negative in a positive situation, I wouldn't have fu- gave a fuck a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but now tapping into emotions a lot more, I'm more sensitive to that. That topic and more sensitive to that area so it's it's tough for for men and i feel like a lot of times there's a expectation that we're supposed to just know and just mm-hmm. learn it which is why it's alarming with all this cancel stuff like i understand it some people piece of shit cool i get that but let's put things into context <laughs> men have only been told they're pieces of shit in like all Come totality on. Couple Last years ago, years, yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, men have been hearing it here and there, but not in solidarity with all women mm-hmm. around the world at once. Where now you're like, oh, oh, this is like this is like everywhere. This is what we all act like. Yeah, I mean, okay, the, the term chauvinist and and you know all that shit was introduced to me when I was young to, when I was younger. But it seemed like a personal thing, one-on-one yeah, basis. It was thing. just based off of like, oh, this one person, this one. It was never like a general no men and our systemic yeah. chauvinism. Yeah, it's like n- mm-hmm. now it's brought to the forefront more than ever. So like, and evidence too. Yeah, because you can hear women receipts. say all men are dogs. My whole life I've heard that saying, mm-hmm. right? But until you get the evidence that oh, it really is like a large percentage of us yeah. men that are pieces of shit. That until you get those numbers and like you really see it for real, it's the only time you can really take it seriously because otherwise you can blame it on someone being bitter. It's having a bad day. Now. It's yeah. magnified. That's now. exactly mm-hmm. it. It's and like so police brutality. You know what I mean? With that being said, it's like expecting those same men who have not only lived that way their whole lives, but their ancestors, <laughs> their grandparents, their great grandparents, everybody before them have coded their DNA to act that way. Yeah. It's like I can't expect them to to know any better. And for women, like I said, I always compare women to black people in terms of like power and social structure structure. Women have been at the bottom of the total pole, black women especially, mm-hmm. and being able to see everything from a different perspective. They get to see the bigger picture because they're not getting to enjoy that bigger picture. And so it's like so much easier for especially black women to point out the faults, point out what's wrong in society and say all these things. And for us to be like, well, how, like, what, what are you talking about? Cause we were the ones in privilege. We were blinded yes, exactly. for so long. They get and, to see it from that angle. That and so like, gets to see it. nobody else gets to see it. So it's like, I, I get the frustration on one side and I get the lack of knowing on the other side. Mm-hmm. And those two fuel together. It's like, it's for okay for example for black people it's so obvious racism 
it's so obvious but other people don't see it but for other people they don't see it they'll be like i don't know i just don't think because they never had to deal with it and you gotta understand that but they also do not want to see find out that they have it in them when they look in the mirror so they're or that they're surrounded by people who are yeah because that that means that oh man i'm a part of this and that's like a harsh reality nobody wants to accept exactly conversations it's all conversations nobody wants to realize that they've contributed to the biggest problem in human history yeah. <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah. at the end of the day and i've always said i always had this analogy with with racism and like power structure like white people are the kid that came to school that always had the ball there's that one kid he always has the ball mm-hmm. you know no one's playing until he gets outside <laughs> he picks the team captains <laughs> at the end of the day if there's a rule that's broken everybody goes to him like what, like what, what's What's the ruling? When like, he got to go, he got to go. When he got to go, over. the game's done, everybody's got to go home. Why is that kid then going to be that? If I come up to him like, yo, can I borrow your ball for the weekend? No. Yeah. Nigga, this is what makes me cool. <laughs> this is my this is my one lane in this school. How else am I going to enjoy all the fruits of this if you have a ball too? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I completely get it. I understand when people don't want to share the ball. <laughs> I, I understand it. Um, what else happened this week? Oprah, oh, Takashi, Danny Lee might be pregnant. By the baby? By the baby. Danny oh, Lee got a baby? By the baby? Who's your baby daddy? The baby. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> um, Papa John CEO said it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's taking him the better part of almost two years <laughs> to stop saying nigger. 20 months. And I gotta say, I completely training. identify with him. It's like, it me a long time too, my doc. What? <laughs> <laughs> but no, <nah>, this is... <laughs> This is fucking hilarious. This nigga said, and I say nigga lightly, um, that it's taken <laughs> 20 months. You know, we've been working 20 months to get, you know, the, this, this, this disgusting N-word out of my vocabulary. Uh, uh, I'm a, actually... A amount of things. I'm just like... I'm supportive of him admitting no. that, that he's... No, 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 listen. I'm supportive of that he allowed, he put himself out there. Okay, it was like, listen, I'm fucked. I he already got caught in 4K. He's got no okay, choice. So he got caught. Oh, he's okay. been caught. I thought he was just coming. Bro, out. no, they, but he they but had he him said, like this in the 4K, fam. They but he keeps him. denying it though. Like he kind of gives it off. Like, oh yeah, they just kind of blew it out of proportion, and they kept rolling with it. But then he goes and he says, "I've been working these past 20 months to get it out of my vocabulary." It's like, fam. okay, if you didn't really do it, and if people are, you know, creating this narrative that didn't really happen, then why? Why is it taking you 20 months to get it out of your vocabulary? Yeah, very <laughs> And I don't know when the F word was a thing that university was like, everybody's like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. I cannot remember what year, what sparked that idea. I don't know if it was a personal decision on my own, but I do realize that most people have stopped saying it, right? And I used to say it a lot in my vocabulary. Oh, it was just was, another insult. Bitch, I had a moment. Pussy. I was like, what F word are you talking about? That F word. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Bundle fuck? of sticks. <laughs> nah, yes. Bundle of sticks. Uh, yes. Cigarette, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, I used to, that, that was just another insult in my vocabulary. And yeah. I didn't even think of like the root of what the word yes. meant or anything. I just, even it was the, just an even insult. the R word. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that R too. Word, I still word. hear people say that yeah. pretty 
pretty loosely to be honest uh, mm. i'm not too sure what the rules are around that yeah my ex texted me he's like you're retarded i was like people and that's the thing people will call inanimate things retarded though yeah like you know what i mean like people will say oh that gay's retarded like yeah. so i don't even know what that means anymore yeah. the retarded could be i mean but a then, various amount of things depending on where you're saying it in what context but it, it comes from like yo that's just stupid dumb crazy you mm -hmm. know yeah and if that's where stupid well yeah okay from, yeah i get it yeah no i shouldn't that. do that um but yeah no I, I don't know i don't remember when it was a it became a universal thing that we all stopped saying it mm -hmm. but i do remember everyone just stopping saying it mm -hmm. <laughs> like none of my friends are saying it nobody i talked to on road was just randomly saying it as an insult anymore or anything like that even little mm -hmm. people dwarfs it know? took me how long did it take you to stop saying it <sighs> took me I'm, about a week well because it's like you have those random moments where it's like muscle memory you're, you're about to insult someone ah, you oh and then you kind of stop yourself mid-word well i didn't really actively try not to say it but i knew that it affected me when i heard somebody else say it, and i was like yo you can't when like, it, that's when there's a turning point for you was like, like, yo, you don't say that and i knew not to say that without even having to practice not saying it it just that once i knew i'm like oh you will be ostracized if you even think about saying mm -hmm. this word out in public mm -hmm. why would you even say it so just yeah cut it out from now because like even even if you don't say it to public even in talking to other people that you respect i didn't know it was a hurtful thing yeah, like, I, I knew for a fact, you know, also my sister, like, at the time when she was bi-curious, we had this conversation about, like, you know, our insensitive cousins that really just didn't understand where, where that's rooted in and saying these F-words or saying mm. whatever, and even though it's said jokingly, she's like, oh, they're so ignorant, so stupid, and, like, they don't know that, you know, this is a thing, and, and for history. me, right, and for me, it was like, oh, but his family, you know, they don't mean it, but he's like, no, but... When Still. she's not talking to me, us family, there's, that means they're doing it to outside of family. Yep. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be understanding to it like we are just because they're family. It's that's so many times I say, up. <laughs> tell my boy, <laughs> my boys will say something or one of them will say something and be like, don't say that in public. Yeah. Ever. You're lucky I know you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Don't yeah. ever say that in public. Yeah. Well, my whole, my whole thing was like, it, my life changed the moment I said, all right, if, if you're doing things, if you can... If you can't do this, uh, the whole, like, act like there's cameras on all the time. Mm. And mm -hmm. if you can't do this knowing that there's a camera around, don't do it at all. Exactly. If you yeah. feel uncomfortable, if you have to ask a question, if you have to clarify, clarify you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. don't do it. Prevention yeah. is better than cure. That's, the, that's always been my <laughs> motto. So, like, I don't even try to do something and try to patch it up later. I just won't fucking do but it. But even, like, when you do realize that it could potentially... Like, I fucked up one time and I said something on air um, that is, like, insensitive. And I didn't realize that, like, it was just in the moment. And then right when I said it, I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure we're not supposed to say that, right? And then a bunch of people started, like, calling. Mm -hmm. And, like, I got a complaint, a formal complaint. And I was like... <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> I'm just watching him struggle. I just wanted to take it so I don't forget it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he's like, I'll take that off the table now. I'll maneuver it around the wire. <laughs> Potentially throw the camera <laughs> off the table. Do the I'm most. watching the camera like, my nigga. <laughs> it's not that serious. <laughs> no, my Anyways, God. I said something and I was just like, dang, like I felt instantly really, really badly because Regretful. it's like, 
I didn't mean to offend anybody. Mm -hmm. It was just by habit of something that we would say as a kid. You know what I mean? And so for me, it's like, okay, I'm not, I know now for sure. Like I I knew, but I just wasn't thinking. It just came out. You know what I mean? Shit. There's a lot of pressure when you're on air live and you have uh, 30 seconds to get whatever message you have to say. You just say it. And whatever comes out, comes out. Mm. And you hope for the best. Mm. And it wasn't the best. (laughs) You ever said something and then shot through to the music? And just cringed after it's like, oh, why I do that? Why I do that? Why I do that? <laughs> I would do that probably three times a day on radio. All That's the time. nuts. And I would get in trouble for it. <laughs> you, know, you know what's crazy? Like right now I'm in a writer's group um, helping writing for this this cartoon that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And they're asking me to help punch up the comedy in the Flex. Flex, 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 Flex on one of my first running I'll games. say that all fucking not uh, live, nigga. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But there was a point when I was trying to punch up this one coach character, um, and they had switched the, I guess, the character profile of this character, and they're like, hey, let's try it in being like this, you know, what if he was more of like an ox from belly type of coach? You know, I was like, oh, cool. So let me go with this. And as I was writing like different ways to... Uh, create this character i was like what if he was this like and this this, it didn't sit well with me because i was uncomfortable even like Mm -hmm. writing down the idea because i was like what if it's this like you know this this jamaican coach that uh is a classic gay guy but he just can't say any uh sexual uh, sports phrases or references like oh play hard got D. him down low you know like oh. banging him up inside you know what I'm saying every time he catches you himself the like ball. he's too big down low he's like yo I'm a one hard D actually no I'm not one no D he's too no big D. down then, low when he penetrates play, like right? that there's nothing you can do he's absolutely <laughs> ravaging him inside right exactly <laughs> so as I was trying to write these out I was like wait this doesn't feel right as I'm writing it because I'm like what, what am I am I creating a stereotype for Jamaicans and am I doing all these wrong there's just so many things that I had to take into consideration as I was writing it out all these ideas even though they were just like just let it pour out yeah. so I just let it all pour out and when we came back to the ideas we're like these are actually hilarious but we need to take into consideration like how how yeah. this may be perceived or how, where it can go left that's me at work on you know a daily I mean? basis like we so, have uh, the rich life of series right mm-hmm. And like a lot of times in the script, I noticed uh, the writer was like theorizing on certain price points or payment. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, like, I don't know what y'all do in the white world, but for black people, this is pocket watching. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is not cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> do, especially doing uh, these type of niggas like Pooh Shiesty and Lil Dirk and all these type of guys. I'm like, I mean, if you're going to do this, like, we we got to talk of facts, mm-hmm. like brass tacks. Like this cannot be based on this and this. We can assume no, no, no. no. We don't it do that be in the black community. Exact facts. I'm like, we don't do that in the black community. No. Like we don't assume what someone's making. That's that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not a good look. And even it, just in terms of like on our on our channel, like we haven't had many women um, profiled. Uh, for our bios so i'm just like we need we need more, more women. women profile like why don't we have Lil kim naomi campbell eve uh ari lennox like there's so many different women that we could be profiling mm-hmm. and so we're gonna be doing that and just t- talking to him and being like yo i think for famous because we have 
other channels that are branched out from the one channel. Mm-hmm. And one of them is fa- famous fashion. So I'm like, yo, how do you feel about getting an LGBTQ co- person to come in mm-hmm. um, as a guy? to Because we have two women on the show already. I'm like, if you get a gay guy to come in mm-hmm. and do the show, I think that could really add to that series. Mm-hmm. Even in terms of the, the woman, writing woman. I'm just like, yo, how do you feel about getting a black woman um, to be a writer? So that like, at least if the black women are being written for mm-hmm. this it, it's written with a lot more perspective from their angle a lot more empathy as well mm-hmm. especially when we're talking about people who have, like Lil Kim for example who has a bunch of court cases and things that have happened you want to kind of be sensitive to how you speak on that mm-hmm. and not paint her in a certain light especially when you have fans that for the most part want to know these bios yeah so i'm like if we get a black woman to write you know what I mean? I think, f- especially for the woman that we're going to be profiling, it'll be a, we'll be a lot more sensitive to certain things mm-hmm. if we get it with context. So it's like just thinking ahead, honestly. A lot of times people are not thinking of head, ahead of how people will receive something. They're just thinking about how pure they're giving it. And think that's the end-all, be-all when we know intent, impact, mm-hmm. that whole shit. We've had that discussion tons of times. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys. Another week. Yes, sir. We did it. We did it. You know what we didn't do though? The intro. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, another week. Uh, you sons good. of bitches. <laughs> you you motherfuckers. Oh my god. You Pierce Morgan ass hating motherfuckers. We stop recording. Throw the finger at anyone in your vicinity. <laughs> you know the rules. Throw the finger. Don't even explain it. They're going to be like, what the fuck? Just do it. And just turn around, back, do your work. Do whatever you got to do. Don't but even do it with me. a smile. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that. <laughs> and that was that. <laughs> was the extra gravy. Screw, screw. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.